Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. And this week will not be a three hour plus episode. <laughs> I'm Peter. Joining me as always is Matt. Boom. Connor's also here. Yes, definitely one with three hours. Uh, no. three, three hours and I believe 10 minutes. It was the longest we're, episode we've ever done. We're going to get in and out of this one. Can I just point out, though, the ridiculousness that the longest episode we ever did was a week five episode. It had, like, four yeah. or five books. Yes, but it had... Well, Doomsday Clock, though. Like, that's, that's solely on them. It, it was a one-two yeah. punch because it was Doomsday Clock plus the Heroes in Crisis finale, which was passionate for, you know, other reasons. Yeah. And then yeah. that was, like, two hours. <laughs> yeah. P- passionate enough to inspire a supercut. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah, our patron, David, uh, David Short, uh, he actually edited together oh. a cut of all of our Heroes in Crisis reviews, issue one through oh. nine. Uh, that went up yesterday on YouTube if you want to check it out. So it's like a three-hour, 40-minute video, and it's just all those all those Heroes in Crisis reviews. And it's worth checking out because at the end of it, he posts like a table of all the, the scores, like going from the yeah. start to the end. Uh, really interesting to see how it changed over the course. And my favourite part, yeah. though, because he, he, he alerted me to this, because obviously I wasn't going to watch the whole thing, because uh, <laughs> three hours is 40 minutes long, guys, come on. Yeah. Uh, he says, check this timestamp. And I went, okay, I checked the timestamp. Mm-hmm. And it's at the end of, I don't know, issue six or seven, whatever one it was. Yeah. And Connor wasn't on that episode for whatever reason, he missed it. But he sent me a message at the end of it, or he, he said something on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. He said that he, was, he didn't think he was going to finish, he wasn't crazy, he wasn't going to bother. Right? right, and as soon as I say that, it gets that there's a flashback back to like issue one, where Connor says, "No matter what, he's going to finish it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a liar! Uh, I didn't even remember saying that. That's, that's my favorite thing on the table is, you know, Connor misses the the second week, right? Yeah. And then, so I'm looking at it now, and then after issue five, it's just gone until issue nine. Which is a three with a question mark. Which that three with a question mark made me laugh so hard. Um, but I I did the the ratings uh, average for me and Pete. I just didn't bother with Connor because there wasn't enough info for, yeah. for him to get a proper average. But um, between me and Pete, if you average him out, Pete got a six point two, and I got a seven point one. Now is that which, representative of which, your overall feelings? Which, well, you know. It goes along with my mantra of everything's a seven. So <laughs> I, and that wasn't even intentional. I mean, so I, I think the ending upset me enough that it probably doesn't. But at the same time, yeah. I can't argue that looking at my ratings, it does kind of track that just because the last two yeah. were like three and four out of 10, that, that the previous bunch were all yeah. like six Well, yeah, it, it's more a case of does those two being so much lower while it doesn't drag down the number that much, you know, it's enough that it's hmm. still, you know, a six. I, it does it drag I, down your feeling? More? Oh sure, yeah. Like I'm, I'm. I do think we were open to more things up until about issue. Let me pull back up the table again. Up until about issue seven, six or seven, that's when it started to wear on us because we were both pretty positive about it. Yeah, we were open minded. True. I mean, I liked eight or I liked six a little bit more than Pete did, but we're all about within the same range. I also like ten a lot more than either of you did. So uh, or she won. I gave it a ten. So, um, yeah, that feels that a bit was... silly in hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I so I thought it was a good open. I mean, Pete, you gave the first issue a uh, an eight point five. So I'm just looking at know. the table. I gave the first one a five point five. Yeah. <laughs> but he remember Pete or he was gonna finish it. 
That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. Well, it got it got worse apparently. <laughs> yeah. I know my my ratings is like a roller coaster. You know, like it's it starts up 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 and then down and then up and then way down. Like. Yeah. Um, um, so you go check out that super cut uh, of all the Heroes of Christ reviews. If it's maybe a fun trip down memory lane or something good for for later. Um, I, I've already spoken to David about the possibility of a Doomsday Clock super cut. Although, given how long that, those... that might be, two parts. Actually, three parts. I think we agreed on three parts. Oh boy. Just just because of so some of those some of those discussions were an hour each on their own. So that's true. And there's more issues. There's more issues. So I feel like. If it's three parts, then the most one can be is four hours, which is about on par with what that Heroes of Crisis one is. The first one will probably be a bit shorter than that, but um, so that that may be a thing that's happening. It's up to David. Is that something we're doing? We're, we're, we'll we'll throw it up. I'll put it up in the channel, and people can enjoy it. But uh, so you can thank we'll David. Just trust David not to abuse his position and and edit in anything else. Why did you say that? He may never have thought of that, and now now you've you've planted the seed in his head. I'm just saying. You're, I've, what I'm doing here is making it so you have to check through it before you publish it and giving you that responsibility. So it's on you. It's E3 week. You know he's not going to. <laughs> so there's going to be any mistakes now. on edit. No, if there's any if there's any mistakes on on editing, it's going to be during this week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, 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 we were saying yesterday, it's like, oh damn it, I need to do it all in advance, and it's going to be just a rush job. Yeah, I'm going to have to do all editing today because uh, tomorrow's E3 day. Uh, well, one of two E3 days. Because, I mean, obviously E3 goes on during the week, but E3 is mainly Sunday and Monday for the conferences, which is the part we really care about. Uh, if you do happen to care about it, me and Connor are going to live stream our reactions to it over on the Mail Fuzz video games channel on YouTube. So you can yeah. go and check uh, it out. That's yeah. later today, as this goes live. As, as this goes live later today, yeah. So uh, you can get, get a lot more of us if you want to. Um, yeah, we talked about DC Comics on this show. And to be fair, her, more, our tangent there was mostly DC Comics related, but here's what's mm-hmm. coming up on this week's show. We have Deceased Issue 2, we have Batman 72, Justice League 25, Shazam Issue 6, Young Justice Issue 6, The Green Lantern Issue 8, and Adventures of the Super Sons Issue 11. So that's what's coming up on the show this week. Um, oh, a little bit of static there just for a split second. Mm. I almost thought Matt Mike was going, which is maybe tells you how long we were sitting chatting before we uh, press <laughs> yeah. record. I should do that right now, though, yeah. just to get ahead case. of it. Yeah. <laughs> give, it give it a wee reset. I think, I think my favorite part of this is he's preempting it. It's definitely going to happen in about three minutes. Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just shut off my mic, turn it on. It should be, should be fine now. Yeah, it should be fine for about an hour. Um, yeah, me and Matt were talking about wrestling for like half an hour before, <laughs> All right, yeah. before we started. New Japan, guys. Yeah, if you're not, go and do it. Yeah, Dominion, because Dominion's on tomorrow, and then E3 starts later in the day, and then that's on for two days. Oh, a busy couple got, of days. I got, I got Dark Phoenix to not watch because I made that decision. Yeah, I'm not seeing so, that. Yeah, no, I was, I was, and then I thought, you know what? I did things out of spite before, and it only hurt myself. Can I just so, point out that Matt made a, a conscious choice here to not see a movie that stars both Sophie Turner and Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's the world coming to? This is basically yeah. Matt's wet dream. Huh? Literally, mean, his wet dream. I told, I told you that in confidence, and I didn't need you airing it on the internet. I don't think anyone's that surprised, Matt. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Um, no, and it, it's not just the bad buzz. I just. Apocalypse wasn't that good. And how did you mess that up with, with Oscar Isaac? He's one of my favorites. And it, it just it feels like. Oh. We know, you know, MCU X Men are coming in about five years or so. You know, there's already oh. rumors of Fantastic Four hitting in 2022. Do you know what's really yeah. funny? 
is so I, I assume the movie's already out or just just come out yeah. the last couple of days. It came out. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing all these articles of oh, does does Dark Phoenix have a post credit scene? Who gives a shit? There's yeah. not going to be another one. Well, here's the thing. If you're into Dark Phoenix, seed it out, or like, you know, or why do it again when we just did it, like, in in Last Stand? Like, I know that wasn't just, but I come mean, on. Uh, honestly, though, I mean, that's that's no excuse not to do it. Well, what what made me, and this might be spoilers, so if y'all really don't matter, I mean, if you really care, I'm sorry. Well, what, what, what are you spoiling? Just. Um, there, there's, I read that there. Well, hold on, what, the what movie? Just, just let me clarify, what movie are you spoiling? Oh, sorry, Dark Phoenix. Okay, maybe mild spoilers for Dark Phoenix. Maybe mild spoilers, and this, right. was, this was in a headline, so mind you, that the Hellfire Club nor the Shi'ar have any part in this movie, and to which I go, why? Like, you have a chance to do it right, and, and you're choosing to do neither, so. I, I don't know why anyone thought that this would be doing it right. Simon? Given, given I, just, everyone is I just feel when you bring Jessica Chastain in and you don't have her play a member of the Hellfire Club nor uh, Lalandra of the Shi'ar Empire I want to I want to sort of do a related tangent here um, so I, I, we just finished recently the, the new Twilight Zone season right the yeah. new t- reboot Cara yes. uh, reviewed the first half of it he opted out Tara opted in because she'd been doing the classic stuff with me and I told Cara just yesterday about the final episode of the season and how mm-hmm. it was this kind of ballsy move. And I won't spoil it on the show. I won't spoil okay. what, what it is. Cause I don't want to spoil it for anyone who gives a shit. But tell me on a break. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you on a break. But there's a it was a really big ballsy ridiculous thing they did in that that season finale. But it, it was a really bad badly written directed episode and I'm shocked. Yeah, but here's the thing. Something I noticed in the credits at the end really started making me laugh and it was kind of one of those ones of course it was bad of course it was joey directed the the finale of uh twilight zone season one it was you never told me this bit simon kenberg the director of dark (laughs) phoenix (laughs) you said it (laughs) i love it i love it so much um so yeah uh, new Twilight Zone is not very good, but I highly recommend checking out classic Twilight Zone because I'm also watching I, that. I, yeah, I, I did hear though that the first episode with Kumail was actually nah. worth a watch. It's so okay. I, I might, I might hit up my friend that has CBS All Access and be like, "Hey, bud." I wouldn't go out your way, Matt. No, got, but I like, got better things to watch. Yeah, but see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wa- go watch Stuber. So I got I'm a Kumail purist. <laughs> All right. Hey, Stuber looks like it may be fun. Yeah. Well, I also, I'm a sucker for Dave Bautista. Ever since he played Drax. I'm there for his comedy. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. sure. Simon Kinberg. I know. Who, <sighs> if you didn't know this, the director of Dark Phoenix also was one of the writers on X-Men The Last Stand, just in case you, you didn't know that bit of trivia. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking over the, the wiki article for Dark Phoenix, and I can guarantee that, uh, yeah, no, no, Hellfire Club, nor... Uh, I'm surprised anyone bothered making a wiki page. Oh man, that that bums me out. Like I definitely was like, oh, should I see it? I'm definitely not seeing it now. Like you, pish I, posh. I I may watch it when it's a cheap rental or streaming somewhere. I'll just, just go back just and watch the two hours. the X Men '90s animated series because they did it pretty well. So could just watch Logan again. Oh god, they were, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Johnny Cash, and then I remembered hearing. Um, Man, it's man comes around at the end of Logan, and just yeah. bawling my eyes out. 
Yeah. Uh, so. I always thought it was weird to put that at the end of it because Hurt yeah. was the one they played in all the trailers. I was expecting yeah. Hurt, and then it was like, yeah. man comes out, I'm like, what? That's the wrong song. Yeah. So, and comes around, can describe him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so. Yeah. And now I want to watch Logan. God, I hate you, Connor. I have other things to watch. I just finished Supergirl. All right. I mean, Logan's definitely start... better. Huh? Logan's definitely better than I, I, I know, but I was going to start um, uh, the one that you guys want me to watch Doom Patrol or Legends? No, Legends. Legends. Yeah, watch Legends from season two onwards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to do that in, you know. Uh, Riverdale with the wife, just because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I heard how insane that got. Yes, oh, and God. that's why. Holy shit! I, I was gonna swear it off and be like, yeah, I don't need to watch the next season. And then I heard what they do, and I was like, oh, I'm in. There this... was a like, um, I think it was like like a, a Netflix account posted like yeah. these pictures of, hey, all these things actually happened. Yeah. And it started off like, okay, sure, and then it got to the end one, and I won't mm-hmm. say it for the sake of spoilers for anyone who wants to watch Riverdale, but it was so insane, I was like. Okay, Netflix, you just, you just, you just, you know, shitting me here. You made this that is up. Just a, yeah. a sarcastic yeah. post, and then I googled it, and it yeah. was real. <laughs> yeah, it's so that it, it's such trash, but it's again, you're talking to the dude that loves Taco Bell. Like, I know it's bad, but I love it. And so, if you're gonna be bad, at least have fun with it. Looking at you, Flash. <laughs> so, you know, Joe's Joe Joe's amazing to me is that. Both Flash, Legends, and then just happened to be around the same time, the Doom Patrol, not finale, the penultimate episode, I think mm-hmm. it was. Uh, all three of them had a person fading away. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And it's insane to me how the Flash one is easily the worst one and just came off as, as shit. I won't say any more for spoiler's sake, but yeah. just... Uh, yeah. Uh. yeah. Every meta must die. Uh, Cicada here. <laughs> uh, do you know what I love the finale is is like there's a point where like she's imagining like both like good Cicada and bad Cicada, and every time it cuts to bad Cicada, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm so bummed because I really <laughs> did like XS, right? And then it just. Y'all told me not to watch it, and then I looked what happens, and I'm definitely happy I did not watch it. Oh, dear. Uh, and I love The Flash. It hurts. Yeah. Uh, we do actually do a television for the Multiverse podcast, me and Connor, oh. we talk about the DC TV shows. Um, there wasn't one this week because we'd planned for stuff because we had to get some stuff ready for E3, but we did do the Swamp Thing premiere of the previous week's episode, um, and then when we go to do episode two in next week's episode, we'll be telling you how it's cancelled already. And yeah. no one should get invested uh, in but, anything. But more excitingly, we'll be talking about Krypton season two next week. That's true. Yeah, Krypton's back. And I'm reminded of that because there's a little advert thing in the back of all the comics this week. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like a three-page story, uh, like recap. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the digital comics had like eight pages of uh, Leviathan uh, event Leviathan teases at the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It really inflated the page count on the digital. Like I kept thinking, I was like, well, what are all these extra pages at the end? Like, oh, it's these ones again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. It was done with, it. About comics it was done with the small talk portion of yeah. the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we'll get to three hours. We'll try. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. All right. So yeah, let's talk about comics. Uh, so we'll start off with Deceased Issue 2 is Tom Taylor writing, Trevor here sign on the art. And we 
basically the first issue was more or less just how the virus starts and yep. uh, obviously batman uh sort of early batman was getting at the end and it turns out he did but he does actually kind of hold on a little bit so we get to see him this issue and one of mr freeze's old suits which i thought was uh yeah, that was awesome was yeah. neat um but we have kind of like aquaman gets basically he's basically the 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 idiot at the start of the horror movie who gets killed mm-hmm. really quickly uh, <laughs> he, he didn't have a chance no no uh but the big thing here is we have uh we have dinah with ollie and they're with hal camping and some some great banter some good banter yeah for sure uh i really laughed um because because hal goes into his tent and they're like he's on his phone he's not actually going to sleep and and she starts singing because they're joking about singing yeah. with each other and she starts and i love how just from the few vowels it gives you you know she's singing uh-huh. and i uh-huh. will always love you. like you know it's, that's what and she's that, gonna go into and that's dangerous when you're dying out because you got the sonic power oh yeah you hit that note you're blowing up you know eardrums that was kind of household argument yeah 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 and but I do love him being grumpy old man. Like it very much was the Green Arrow, Green Lantern from the seventies, where you know Hal's kind of grumpy old man, <laughs> and Ollie's kind of like the more loosey goosey. I, I I got more on that later. Okay, and uh, and I love it. He's like, I'm going to bed, and you know, like, well, they're supposed to be camping, they're supposed to be getting away, and you see him turn on his phone, and you're like, oh crap, mm-hmm. like it was seated so well. Yep. Uh, and then obviously he goes full evil Green Lantern, mm-hmm. and they have to fight him. And ultimately, d- I mean, he dies. <laughs> like Dina, yeah. Dina, Dina, Dina and now we know him. that they are vulnerable to meta stuff. Like That's it's true. not just you know they're not. They're not yeah. No, yeah. they're not just like take off the head, but. There's other ways to get rid of well, them. Well, actually, the other thing I liked is that even just as soon as he comes out of the tent, the, the ring's like, lethal force is not authorized. It's like the, yeah. the ring knows he's about to start killing people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I like um, that. Uh, but immediately the ring's like, searching for replacement, and then it's like, found one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who is it? It's Dinah. We get, we get ah, green, black so canary lantern. <laughs> so I, I didn't realize this because I didn't canary. read Injustice. Yeah, we'll call yeah. her green canary. There you go. That's what we'll call her. Um, for sure. I... So I haven't read Injustice because the the whole take on it I wasn't a fan of, but now that that Tom Taylor's <laughs> became the patron saint of the show. Oh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Yeah, go, go. Mm, Tom Taylor. Yep. <laughs> so he, uh, I, I went back and I picked up his his work on it digitally. So um, I'm excited to go that way. No, I haven't started yet, but. Um, Apparently, Black Canary plays a pretty big role in that, hmm. too. Um, so I, I'm all for this Tom Taylor being a huge Black Canary fan. So because it's kind of what I would do with Starfire, you know? If I'm giving the keys, I'm going to give Starfire a big role. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harley goes to Joker. We don't really get to see the end of the scene, but she goes no. to... Uh, and he is zombified. He's zombified. Of course he is. Already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I like the scene with, um, with, with Ivy, too. Where mm. this is almost, you know, this was going on as soon as the virus hit, right? That, that Harley was going to break up with Mr. J yeah. because, you know, Harley's or Ivy's the one that appreciates her for her. You know, there's no sick, twisted mind games. I also like the way that they drew um, Ivy in this one where she looks like she's wearing a dress made out of plants. Yeah, it's like a leaf dress, it's, isn't it? And, yeah. and it's very throwback. If you go back and look at her first appearance, it's almost, you know throwback to that so i appreciated that too 
that she wasn't in the bodysuit or anything. It was very much a mm-hmm. regular outing for Ivy, as much as you can be in a plant woman. Yeah, I don't love her signs are. I think his layouts are good. Like I think the action yeah, flows really well. I, I, I like it. I feel it. It gives it a pulpy feel to this story, which I feel oh, that's yeah. what it needs. I really like it. I think he's not suited to some characters more than yeah. others, but yeah. I really like his art overall. Mm-hmm. And I think his Superman just looks feels really skinny to me. Like a really skinny yeah. head, yeah, skinny I, I arms. Think his, his Superman's probably his weakest element. Although it's not always like that. It's just oh. uh, you know that there are some panels where Superman looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean but, that that image of of Lantern coming out of the fire, like all creepy and all in the shadows, like oh that's and great. then he's surrounded by green. Yeah, and then. No, you're right. His his Superman is a little bit too skinny. But yeah, yeah. Um, I do love Batman in the free suit though. One of my favorite things about no, that page is when he's explaining to Superman and whoever else that you know he's already dying. He's infected. Mm-hmm. It's going to take over. He's he's slowing it down with the suit, but it's it's, it's going to take over. The yep. panel where he says that it focuses on Alfred behind him with his head down. He's holding a shotgun as well, for the record. But yep. is is Alfred with his head down as he says that, and it's like. This is the zombie apocalypse part of the story. Is is it's knowing you have to kill your loved one, but we're doing it with yeah. Alfred and Batman, which is great. Yeah. So yeah. I I read this physically and I thought something was wrong with the way this ended. I thought I, I was missing a page, <laughs> just because it ends so abruptly. Uh, I know what uh, you mean, and it goes yeah. into something else on the on the physical yeah. version. Is it less, uh, yeah. an advert or something or other? Yeah. So. I was like, wait, what? This yeah. can't page. So the old, the old thing I really like about this scene where Batman's telling them this is that I love the the choice here to have Batman to be the one to tell everyone else you have to kill them. Because right. Batman's whole thing, more than anyone else in the DC universe, is right. no killing. So Batman's saying, no, the zombies, you have to kill them. They're not the people anymore. You have to they're, do it. Yeah, they're already dead. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's, it's not you know, it's not killing them because they're not alive. It's right. acceptable, but it, it's showing you oh. just how serious it is. I hope we get a scene with Deathstroke just wiping out waves of them. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be good. Now I want that. Yeah, I, I think that's a really smart choice because it, it takes the character who's the most against killing and really just for the rest of the characters more so than us even. It's like no, mm-hmm. he must be he must be right because if he he's saying this, yeah. then we yep. should take it well, seriously. And- and the exchange between him as he's saying what's going on, and early on they're telling Damien like your dad will be fine. If anybody's gonna get out of this, it's your dad. And at the end, where he calls him father and then calls him dad, as he realizes he's not getting out of this. Oh, yeah. this writer's hit the Bat family hard. Yeah, like, Bruce has left him like a, a bat suit. Yeah, yeah, but we assume that's the case. It's, it's, well, it's in a case. So, yeah, yeah. So he's got like a, a case with a bat logo on it. Uh, yeah. So presumably it's a bat suit of some sort, but we'll see. Yep. Uh, so the issue ends with Bruce turning zombie, or sorry, yeah, Batman turning zombie, breaking open the you know the freeze dome, and then Alfred says, "I'm sorry, son," and shoots him with a shotgun. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> rough times. God, this and is not, so not rough times. Not rough times are bad, but yeah. Because it's so yeah. bleak, and so this that this issue is what made me want to go back and check out Injustice because like I know what the inciting incident for that is, <clears throat> and it's along the same lines, um, and uh, and I feel like Taylor has a knack for this. He he's well, he's good at it so far. I mean, obviously, we knew he was good anyway in general, but in terms of yeah. these sort of other worlds or else worlds to use the, the correct mm-hmm. term, is that 
he's very good at taking the whatever the premise is and applying it to the characters and like and like i just said with batman being the one to say you have to kill them he takes the characters in the world they're in and uses them in a way that that makes sense or even improves what the the, the trope of the the elseworld is so in this case the zombie apocalypse in the case of injustice you know okay so superman's evil evil. superman Yeah. yeah totalitarian superman yeah yeah so but no, so I'm excited to get to that. Like, I do like Tom Taylor. I saw all new Wolverine ready to read. Yeah, that's so, great. Yeah, so he's, again, patron saint of the of the show at this point. <laughs> but it's well earned, you know? Like, it's also, like, I, I love doing that with a writer when I get excited to read other stuff. And sure, it might not hit, but there's that excitement that I have to get to read. You know, like, I did that with Aaron when I went back and got, like, scalped and mm. you know, Wolverine and the X-Men not after i found thor so oh i need i need more of this yeah i need more what else can he do and that's what i like so far about tom taylor is like sure there's this issue that's super dark and uh, alfred's got to kill bruce but then there's also spider bite or friendly neighborhood spider-man <laughs> yeah. which hits the complete you, opposite yeah it hits you in a different emotional yeah yeah and, you, you read uh was that your six of that the, the last yeah, one six. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your fault that I read Tom Taylor, guys. <laughs> it's you two guys going on about him. So. Oh, we're sorry. Well, no, I don't mean it like that. But like, um, yeah. Just when I thought I've met all my favorite creators, now another one enters. Like now I gotta kind of find, you know. Hope he does a con over here. Mm. So. I, I um, we kind of glossed over Diana becoming a Green Lantern almost. <laughs> I don't know if we give that. It's, it's great though. Like it's yeah, it's it's unexpected. She doesn't do anything as a Green Lantern yet. She's yeah. just like, oh okay, we're, we've got this now, and, and they're like, okay, you you're gonna have to come with us. You know, we're gonna need you. I feel what? like during this story, I'm going to need a panel of her using her green power to like hold something up, right? So something really heavy. She's got like the big scaffold in her, you know, whatever above her, right? And then she has to hold something off in front of her with her scream. Like I, I need to do dual yeah, wield you essentially. Need, you need the simultaneous. Well, I yeah. need to see what her projections are going to be. Cause I want to see her blasting people with music notes <laughs> and like, and instead of, instead of a scaffolding, it's a, it's a clef. Like it's a, you know what Stave. I mean? Yeah. Stand, whatever it's called. I'm not a music guy, you know, but, but yeah, like, it looks like a songbook, you know? <laughs> a yeah. treble clef. The, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm using oh. words. Oh my bass clef? Uh, uh, oh, bass yeah, bass clef. No, but I'm trying to think of all the goddamn notes. Uh, quaver, semi-quaver. These, these are notes, right? They are, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been Although a while. The Americans probably don't have any idea what you're on about because they just call them, you know, quarter beat. Half oh, note. Okay. note. Half note, yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. I remember this when I took a guitar class for one semester in they, 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 they got really lazy and just did that where we call them, you yeah. know, crotch it. Quaver, semi-quaver. <laughs> Actually, this sounds kind of cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I used to remember the order of them too, but I can't. Here's a reason to say that. See, when I did music, right, the first time we ever had a music class in, in high school, right at the start, because we never did music, well, we never, never, we never really did music in like early school. Like it, we, we got out the the triangle and <laughs> played like along with yeah, something. Yeah, xylophones. Was recorders, that was, yeah, recorders. Yeah, recorders. Oh, yeah. Every school by me had the recorder. But yeah, my dad hid my brother's recorder. Oh, so it's an awful instrument, still. Uh, yes. But uh, the first day of music, the way they were tra- the teacher, Mister Holmes, it was his name. I remember his Holmes. Um, he always used to crack a joke that if you spell it wrong, it's going to say Mister Homeless. So don't misspell his name. That was that was that was his joke on day one. <laughs> um, but he he had the way he he tried to t- teach us about music beats and how long each beat was. 
is he this is a really scottish thing this would not work anywhere else he says are you gonna describe what happened in whiplash right now <laughs> <laughs> no, am no. i dragging or am i rushing if uh, uh he said if i handed you a biscuit what would you, what would you maybe say and someone said thanks no no what else might you say and someone's like oh ta because in scotland that's a way of saying thanks you say ta right yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, Ireland and England do it as well. They do it as well? Okay. Right. Okay, so that's a note. Uh, and then he did the... What's the... What do you call it when the two half ones joined? That's a, is that the semi ones? What do you mean when they joined? The joined. Like, like, so, the so, yeah, so two music notes, but they're joined with a line at the top. What do you call yeah, that? Yeah, that's just the half. So that's... that's two, uh, okay. To, to Matt, that's an eighth. So 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 from ta, he went, that's ta so it was basically teaching us like how long each one is. You start with the word ta and just using that as the fundamental building block. I don't know why I wanted to tell that story, but we're talking about every, music every, every other country in the world just claps. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, one and then, and then that's it. That's all they do. Every It claps. It works. <laughs> Anyways, uh, deceased. Um, anyone else think also the, the title's a double... Because if you look at it, it could be deceased, but also diseased, right? Deceased. Deceased. Like, oh, sure, I could see yeah, that. Yeah. Like, uh, well, that on the title. I'm just saying. But uh, so Superman is definitely not making it out, right? He's he's gonna be the eleventh hour, pull your your heart out and show it to you, Temple of Doom style. Or do you think that's gonna be another character? I think he's the the final issue sacrifice to put things right. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, if I was to guess right now, I think Superman goes down. I think all the adults go. Down. I think Damien and John are the ones who actually ultimately come out saving the day. I, I think Dinah does as well, actually. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, new, new fan powers. Like, okay, no, she helps you know lead the new world. Because see, here's the thing. I feel like because of the the Lantern Ring, I feel like they're going to be immune to the uh, immune to the anti life. The hell wasn't it? In, in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, because no, he wasn't suited up. So as long as she's suited up, I feel like she's she's immune to it. I hope not. And all the still a stretch. Like. Yeah, I, I don't see uh, this happening. But I mean, if you're right, Matt, uh, you're right. I think, uh-huh. Yeah. So I feel like she has some plot armor there. You know, I, not that we'll see the Green Lantern Corps come in and just eviscerate everything because we still got four issues left. You know, but. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Oh. I do like how it's biological but also technological. Like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. it is interesting. Yeah. I'm just making sure my TV doesn't turn off. Uh, oh. So, yeah, that's this is number two. Uh, as you can tell by our fairly positive ramblings, it is pretty damn good. Uh, so, now, uh, Matt, what are you giving it? I'm going to give it an 8.5. Connor? Yeah, 8.5. I am also giving it an 8.5. Uh, my 8.5, just to sort of like define it a little bit more, if I, if I like the Hair Sains art a bit more, I might have actually been tempted to give it the 9, but because of the, yeah. the odd Superman face or whatever, that feels a bit iffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, go 8.5. Yeah. So that'll take us on then to Batman issue 72, Tom King writing with Mikel Yannin and Jorge Fornes on the art. So this is an issue which is all is entirely narrated by a single character. Who at first I thought was Batman because of the color of the box, but it comes yeah. it becomes clear as it's in context that it's not. You're not wrong. Yeah, and then it turns out at the end, of course, that it's actually uh, Flashpoint Batman. It's, it's Thomas, Thomas Thomas Wayne from Wayne. Flashpoint. 
uh, who's who's talking, who who's basically getting him. T- this is the story of him. I mean, honestly, this issue is mostly a recap of the run. It's it's a it's a clip show. Yeah, yeah. I- with with some great art out of Janin, yes. some great art out of Fornis, but to Tom Taylor or Tom Taylor, how Tom dare King, you? I know. To Tom <laughs> King sending out a tweet saying this is the issue where all the answers happen. You sir are are <laughs> deceitful. All of bullshit. Yes, because there wasn't any answers. This was. Uh, I'll tell I, I'll tell you the the one thing I I did like to at the end because I wasn't surprised at this issue either because it was basically just yeah. a clip show. It was basically just a recap yeah. of the run, and it looked nice, but like there wasn't really much to it. Yeah, the, it, it was even the even the art was frustrating in the sense that. Uh, all of Yannin's stuff, while very nice, it was just double-page spreads. It was just like yeah. big yeah, images. There was no sequential that, stuff to it. No, that said, the the one of of that represents um, the the poison ivy one. Of, mm. Oh, how did I know? <laughs> but no, just the way that that is laid out, like. Did you hear oh, that, man. guys? Did you hear the no- not noise Matt made when he was trying to describe his feelings for the poison ivy page? It was something on the it's lines of. It's not just of... because of poison ivy, though. It's it's the way that with the forest and just. I've got oh, a feeling man. those pages are sticking together in Matt's copy. <laughs> no, they're not. I respect my comics. Thanks. It's only because he read it digitally. Huh? I see. That's a great thing about a tablet. You can wipe it off. <laughs> P knows from experience. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, no, just the way that the greens and it's just. Man. Anyway, so the one thing I like towards the end of this is that I did kind of like the ultimate point that's made at the very end of the narration, mm-hmm. uh, outside of revealing who, who it is. It's like the page before that. Yeah. Is that I do kind of like that it sets up that Bane's partial motivation for this is the idea is that it's it's kind of Bane is taking on Batman to prove that he is better. He's basically try. It's basically he's trying to prove that because Bane is better than because Batman. Yeah, because Bane is more eternal than Batman is. I kind of like that's that. That's frustrating <laughs> for me. But I mean, the part that I really liked is when he says, when the narrator goes, because that's what Bane does. He picks him up mm. to put him down, and then it shows him breaking Batman's back again. And oh man, break out the magic ropes, you know? Because. <laughs> I will not yeah. take this insult to Dark Knight Rises. Thank you very much. I love that's that movie. That's easily the worst thing about that movie. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know. I would but, argue Talia Al Ghul is the worst thing about that movie. But I, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't mind the the Talia part. It's not great, but it's certainly better than Magic Ropes. Everything else, I love. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> Look, me and Pete did a full review of that. You know, yes. for Batman Month. We did, yeah. It was a good 90-minute discussion. It was a nice it was, meeting it was. one. And, and uh, I still really like it. It's still real good. Mm. I, I like it more than Matt does, I think. The, yeah. The the best take of it is James saying that it's essentially Batman 66, just retold by Chris Nolan. Getting the bomb into the ocean. <laughs> you, you, no, Matt should love that movie because the whole point of that movie is that in the first half of the film, he comes in, out of retirement via ego because he thinks because Batman and he's proven mm-hmm. that that's bullshit and won't work yeah. and he has to become proper Batman again in the second yeah, half. No, there's parts of it I like. I, the execution, however, I, there's parts I don't. So, it's... Uh, but I understand. I understand that Joker is supposed to play a bigger role. And I things... think what we've established here mm-hmm. is this issue isn't interesting enough to talk about <laughs> yeah. very long. It's... And we'd rather no, talk it, about it. Had me with, We're going to talk with about Brain! 
Bring in the it, Batman. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I am working with your father from another uh, universe for you. Can, can you do the the Caribbean accent? Caribbean thing? accent? Like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the Spain. It's been established. No, I, I, I definitely can't. You can't. If I try it, if I try Yeah, if I try it, it's going to be racist as shit. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That said, the, the, my favorite thing that came out of Dark Knight Rises is, is the fire rises. Like, I do love yelling that at random points. <laughs> yes, brother. The fire rises. The fire rises. You think um, darkness is your ally? You merely adopted it. I was yeah, born no, in it. I like that, Bane. Molded I, by it. Tom Hardy's Bane. I love it. Um, anyway, the, this issue, essentially a clip show. I don't care about Flashpoint Batman. I don't, I don't like where... This is King going, hey, in case you missed anything, this is my point, which you kind of did. Like, if we've been, if you've been following like we have, maybe not everybody has, but. Um, no, no, I get there's the whole, you know, every issue could be someone's first. Yeah. But this, this is the recap page. This is a recap of 71 other issues. Yeah, I, I don't know why he thought 72 is the one that really needs to be that issue. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I think, honestly, I'm a bit bored by King doing the whole um, single narrator focus, you know, where there's there's nothing else in it. He's done that a couple of times now recently, yep. and it's not. It never seems to work for I me. I don't. I also hate this trope of the villain plotting everything out so meticulously. I hate that trope right now because it, it pops up all the time. Yeah, that's fair. And... I, I think that's fair. I like. I like a lot of the stuff that Bane planned here. I, I like. A lot of elements of it, but there's some stuff where it's, it's such like a like for for this thing to work, you had to have known that this would affect that in this way, and that would affect that in this way, yep. and it's just it it, it it breaks the point of yeah. my suspension of disbelief. It just, but but it I also like far. that he kind of had ventriloquist there, maybe maybe planting something telekinetically the, well, or the, telepathically. The, the part I did like, I like the idea that he. You know the the whole like, mission, you know, I am suicide thing. Yeah. Like yeah. he made them need Catwoman on the team, so they'd have to spend time yeah. together. I like that part. I like yeah. the idea that you know he put them together. Yeah, but the, the whole part. Oh, and then I got uh, Riddler to to, or then you got Riddler to to reprogram Skeets. So then Skeets would take him. Okay, one thing goes off in that booster mission, and it's not what they needs to happen. You know, like now you're you're playing with time travel rules. Yeah, that seems a bit. That, that's that's all like. This plan and Back to the Future too, much more makes much more sense than <laughs> than this, you know. Yeah. Um, there's just there's so many things that could not go the way he thinks it's going to. They're yeah. just it's, it's hard to swallow. And and yeah. and at first I thought maybe it was Gordon talking, to where, and then 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 things start going, because I still we don't have any resolution of him destroying the, to that signal. Not yet. You know? no. Like, but yeah, no. I'm sure that'll come. Yeah. Um. Just a question on the art, the the Janet page. Obviously, they're all, um, you know, they're the recapping of all the big moments. Yeah. Are they all um, original images for this, or are they just from earlier yeah. in the run? Because uh, some of them are like so familiar that, uh, like, I'm thinking, um, like uh, Bruce and Selena in the bedroom. That one felt like I'd seen that particular image before. It's it's from a different angle i feel yeah so it's, it's a new I will image be, yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, i wasn't sure if they were all 
like they were because I remember that being more of a higher angle when we got it or you know what I mean like a Joe, it wasn't from this that's the really weird thing about this is that when we talk about uh, clip shows and TV shows it's this cost saving thing because they're just using clips from previous yeah. episodes and the comic is different because they're not just using panels from old comics they still have to do everything as if it was yeah. a new comic issue because yeah. the same thing for the, the Harley and Ivy and Bruce and Selena I felt like we got that but it was closer mm. you know it was more of a close up um, mm. but like the villains page well not that's not the next one the next one's them Jumping uh, off the after rooftops. the wedding yeah. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong that villains page is gorgeous with all the villains on it yes yep. it's, yeah. um, it's a really nice page I, um, I, I don't dispute any of these are gorgeous images it's the same sort of problem we always uh you know the, that we have in the you know the the detective and action 1000 issues with mm. the you know the whatever the tomasi story was where it was all the pinups yeah. and i feel yeah. the same here i'm like okay they're really nice images they're great but it's not storytelling no. and that's where you know jeanne and strength really is is, is the mm-hmm. storytelling yeah that's, true. No, that's fair i mean this works a little bit better than those just because at least there's a clear like sequential recap to like this yeah. one there's more context well, there is, for this yeah. as opposed... and, and the fortis art breaks it up because it's the fight between yeah. bruce and and bane um but no but also like you have to factor in holly mm-hmm. and like what if what if they didn't take her there like what if she went somewhere else you know like She's not there now for for Catwoman. What if Catwoman was like, "Well, I'll take my chances with the whole Joker gambit." Like, yeah. Does Bane does does Bane redo? So I don't know. I'm excited for City of Bane just to see Batman fight his way through because I I kind of do like when Batman's the underdog. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel like usually he's not. I feel like City of Bane is going to be back to feeling more like what those other earlier arcs were like. And mm-hmm. I feel like right now, all this stuff that's a bit more ethereal, because even though we're out the Nightmares arc, it still feels like yeah. we're still doing kind of just like a, a head inspection of Batman. And... It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it feels high concept, even though it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. But no, so, it's, it's for City of Bane. Um, I mean, I like the last issue more. I, I think this one was just a bit yeah. of a, a weird recap of the whole run story so far yeah. well i don't i'm also trying to fit in where did flashpoint batman come from like <laughs> and how does he factor in well it's after, because... it's after the button surely has to yeah, be yeah. i know but when does he factor in with bane and why would he allow this to to happen well that's the ending though you know? he's saying i want no. in basically he's saying to bane i want I involved but by the time of it this is when it happens like at what point did he get involved you know uh, okay I, I think so what might i say so okay so he escaped flashpoint oh sure um, right. at the end of the button somehow and then i, th- I think it's discovered bane has done all of this without mm-hmm. him and he's like okay now i want involved so yeah. when in the last you know couple of months or whatever uh, so it's the wedding it's right from... after the wedding I, I believe that's right. when this issue was up to is the wedding so i think it's just after the wedding okay mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess that's where he wants us thinking why. Yeah, because at cause the same time, we keep saying that this is a recap of Civic One issues. That's not entirely true. It's a recap no, of the first fifty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, mm. and admittedly, that's easy because not a whole lot happened in the last ten. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, post wedding, you had a cool. little bit. You had the courtroom stuff. I like right? that. I like that arc. No, no, yeah. no I'm, Even... I'm not knocking the quality. I'm just telling you in terms of plot. No, I'm just, as, you, as you go, I go through them. I'm just saying I like that one. Yeah, so you had the courtroom. What came after that? Penguin. 
penguin. The penguin. Oh, penguin story. Yeah. Of his wife. It might not have been his wife. Sure, but I, I mean, miss. didn't didn't really advance anything overall no. in the overall. Narrative. There was the aftermath of, or the Nightwing getting shot, and then the aftermath of that. Yep. And to be fair, the issue where he got shot was really good. Yeah. Well, even the KGB stuff afterwards, where he leaves him to die. That was not bad. It's Batman being yeah. pushed to his limits. I like that too. But it was after um, that we got nightmares, though, right? Yep. Because yeah. then he comes so... back, fights his way through Arkham, and then finds out that Bane's not moved and then that's where gordon decides he's gonna smash with a bat the bat signal yeah so yeah. post-wedding does that in terms of the the overall you know the hundred issue plot that we were going towards yeah there's actually very little of that that is post-wedding yeah sure yeah so but but yeah it seems like there's been a lot of issues but not a lot of time passed in the story in the last six months that's absolutely true so it, it feels like there's not, just... a, not not much has happened like because you know the kgb stuff and then him going through arkham to get to bane and then like gordon fauna i actually like that stuff but it's yeah. that was about 10 issues ago now maybe even slightly more right. than that so yeah it's just it's, it's been I'm a, so glad this has been double shipping yeah it's been yeah. a really well, weird like 10 issue or so block so, so so when you break down this is 72 issues if this is going by by the year it's exactly six years which you look at any other run, by this time, like, Johns was done with his Flash. He was basically done with with Green Lantern, with the main part of his story. I think we're in Rebirth by then. Mm-hmm. So, um, not Rebirth, uh, New 52 and so, Sinestro. Yeah. So, you look at these big chunks, and it's kind of like, well, it's been six years and not say much. And that kind of sucks. But Yeah, if you, if you break out in terms of the... the issue count to to compare mm-hmm. to like say yeah. you know, john's flash or green Lantern. Yeah. it's yeah. getting up there yeah um in, in the bigger scheme of things they asked someone asked king on twitter if the the big if, uh, generational thing, changing thing was still happening yeah. and he said it is yeah he said absolutely so yeah I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what it's going to be um I think but maybe they're getting married. Maybe that'll just be the status quo yeah. change. Yeah. I is think it, maybe I, I don't know. Is, is, is it that... the death of Catwoman? We, like... Weirdly, I don't know if him getting married is a big enough thing to be a generational shift. Well, given... I. Yeah. Okay, gets married and retires. Do, but I kind of don't. There you go. Well, yeah. Okay. And retires would be completely different. That's... That that yeah. would be a big. Because who who takes over the mantle now that you know Dick's not there and Dick will be back. Do we need a Batman? <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, so that, that's what I always thought about is he stops and we have a Batman Inc. scenario, but we've already done that. So it's not really generational, right? Like, Sure, yeah. Um, it's. I'm trying to think what could be generational. He reveals who he is to the world. That could be, right? That but would that's, be big, yeah. But that's easily retconnable. Look at Spider-Man. I mean, over... no, I mean everything's retconnable, but like... It's, yeah. it's definitely not something we've dealt with in main continuity to a great extent. The yeah. idea that he says to Gordon, hey... I mean, maybe it's just Gordon. Maybe he's like, you know what, Gordon? You that need to trust be... me. Uh, right, I don't know if it's worth all of this mess. But that's, <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, who is... Who, someone someone following Twitter retweeted another writer. I think maybe it was Donnie Cates. That says, like, the age of, of uh, Secret Identities has passed. And I disagree with that because I like that's one thing that sets yeah, DC it's, apart. It's, it's past in Marvel, sure. Yeah, yeah DC is still and, very secret identity focused. And I and I like it, and I like that there's this world where Clark can 
wear glasses and you don't recognize them. Where I just finished with with Supergirl, and the fact that Lena can't recognize her best friend uh, is Supergirl and being upset over. And she sees her without glasses at one point and still doesn't recognize her. Yeah, well, and I kind of like that. Lena's I like how campy she is. No, no, she's not. She gets. I mean, can I talk about real quick how much I love John Cryer? He is a culmination of every Lex that I love. Did, did you like, notice, Matt, that that final episode was called "The Quest for Peace"? Quest for Peace, yeah. I do, and it involved a missile and 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 in Russia, well, Kosnia. Kosnia, um, yes, yeah. But but yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a doppelganger of of sorts. So yeah, no, but um, yeah, I like that. I like that, and I also like that that over in, in Marvel, you still can have Daredevil as Matt Murdock. And it and it fits, you know, his secret identity for what he needs to do. But not everybody needs him. Like people can know Steve Rogers as Cap, but I feel like with Bruce Wayne, what does he have to lose that he can't let people know he's Batman at this point? You know, um, more just that him doing that kind of outs all his kids. It's it, a, it's uh, it's, it's a, not just it's, a personal decision at that point, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's some truth to that. What if the generational thing is the death of Bruce Wayne and Batman keeps operating? Right? That's kind of Dark Knight Rises. That doesn't right? feel big enough to me. It doesn't, though, does it? Yeah. Like, that's a fine idea for a plot, but I don't think it's the... Like, if he's yeah. was this big generational, like, you'll remember the yeah. shift in, like, the status quo kind of thing. Or the, or the death of Batman and Bruce persists. You know? Batman's an idea is done. So. Maybe? Oh. Kind of goes against everything that Batman's ever been. I yeah. think the problem with that well, is that... King- I can buy yeah. that as a plot. I don't think I can buy them doing that more more than a couple of arcs, though. Yeah. yeah. He always comes back. Yeah. You never have the game. Because like, I, I can see them, okay, we want someone else in the cowl, fine. But there's no way DC go, all right, sure, we won't have a Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no way, yeah. No. There'll always be a Batman. Yeah. But again, that's something that's big enough that King would have to go above... Yeah, you but know? they'd never they'd never approve it. Their biggest cash cow. We'll, no. <laughs> yeah, no Batman anymore. No, no, no. Just this is like Coke and New Coke, <laughs> right? Hey, New Coke's coming back. I know it is. I'm excited because none of the people that I know that were around for it remember what New Coke tastes like. I asked my dad. I asked my mother-in-law. I asked my boss, and they're like, I honestly can't tell you because it was. So fast. Mm-hmm. Told you. Curious. Told you this is why they're doing Pete. That's for uh-huh. curiosity. Yeah. Well, and also it's a fun gimmick, you know. Oh uh, yeah. For Stranger Things, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a fun gimmick to. But yeah. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. Oh, I guess we should rate this a show, Batman. Batman. I mean. Yeah, we should. Uh, we give it a map. So I was really big on the art. So this is where the conundrum of rating it comes. He's, he's giving it a seven, isn't he? I am. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> I was thinking 6.5, but I really enjoyed the art, especially that with the way that it worked with the narration of, you know, Bane picks you up just to put you down. I mean, and he hits him with the mother of all backbreakers. Yeah, kind of what you giving it. I mean, a four. It's not the worst issue, but it's it's boring, it's recappy, and ultimately just pointless. Like, I could have just skipped this. Yeah, I'm kind of just about to Matt. Like, I like the art a lot. I did like the, the final sort of like. Idea that Bane thinks he's is is basically as badass as Batman, and that's ultimately like the idea. Well, he's that... not wrong. Tell me the lie. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to prove that Bane out out Batman's Batman essentially, and I kind of like that. 
Um, but ultimately, it's not necessarily... I mean, I mean that revelation is worth the whole issue. I just don't think the whole issue actually does plot to build to it. It just recaps. I don't think it's worth the last six months with the nightmares. <laughs> and the, like, it's a great concept if, if nightmares was its own thing off to the side. Like... King's experimental Batman mini its own miniseries. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, with that logic, I am going to give it a, a six because, um, really pretty. I don't think there's anything offensively bad about it. It's just not that no. exciting or important yeah. for the most part either. So, mm. kind of where I stand. Uh, which I guess will take us on then to Justice League. Issue 25, Scott Snyder and James Tyne in the fourth writing with Jorge for, uh, Jimenez and Javier Fernandez on the art. Uh, that's a really good pair of uh, artists to have together because I, I really like had to think about which yeah. name went with which which last name there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of lot of lot of J's. Yeah. There. Well, well, more specifically, well, a, a lot of Hispanic J's that don't sound like J's. Yeah. yeah. Just just before we actually get into the issue, I know uh, you know there's a new thing on the the the, the box art. What what is that standing for? Like, what's it meant to Hold be? On, let me check. Because obviously, it, it was New Justice up until I think this issue. You're right. It just says and GL. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it is it supposed to be anything? Oh, it's just a Justice League family. Um, could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just a shield with GL in it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just I didn't know if it was meant to be like uh, you know a new direction, new like, oh, like, yeah. is, it, is it standing for anything bigger? Or is it just... No, just I, I think chaos. it's just we're, we're past like that promotional period where we called it this, so now it's just the Justice League family. Fair enough. I, I, that'd be my guess, anyway. Um, yeah, so oversized issue. Uh, we, we have uh, Batman in his big stupid white suit that I hate. Uh, fighting... Sunbox. M- sunbox, yes. Fighting most of the league. Um, however, the Superman side of this issue was actually pretty good, so I can't... This down, is how you can tell. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> Jorge is really. You can tell he loves Superman. All like, I'm saying is Superman flying through multiple suns. Yep. Is the best thing I've seen. In okay. The Are you saying that because you love Morrison and that's something Morrison would have done? Because <laughs> that's no. very much one million. Think it kind of is, but um, yeah. no, just just the imagery of it more than no, anything. No, it is. Um, for for. I, I think for me, because obviously I've been saying, oh, well, Batman's got a plan. He's not actually just going along with this. Um, and ultimately, yeah, he moved the sons away from Clark, but he kind of like knew that he could get there. Right? You know, that was... was it more interesting to you, though, that he he was kind of going along with it, but with a yeah. back plan? Yeah. He, he was basically like, I know Clark's not going to die because of the orbits I put the sons in, but if he doesn't make it in time then he still survived. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah, was it, trying it, to make Superman late. Yeah, basically, that, what he was doing. going like, hey, no, this plan that we're all like, oh, he's not really going along with this. He goes, that is the best plan. Yeah. But Superman can prove me wrong. So I'm yeah. going to give him a chance to prove me yeah. wrong. Because uh, if Superman's if Superman's wrong, or if Superman's late, this this future goes into effect... And what happens to Superman then? Does he yeah. just get absorbed into old, bearded Superman? Like, um, I mean, I like so. I, I like the message. Kevin's after still trying to kill Superman. Let's not forget that. I, I mean, well, no, because I, I like the message afterwards. It was like 
Like, I, I really couldn't believe that there was any other way in what to do this, but that's kind of the point of Superman, is he's there to believe in things that I can't believe in. Yep. I yep. like that yep. part of it. Um, and I like the moment in space where he's, because you know, we keep getting this flashback where he's with his dad and it's, you know, lighting the lantern and he couldn't do it. And then he's, and then he's like, teaching John how to do it. And we see the Justice League standing there with the lanterns. And he's like, those aren't lanterns. Those are suns. And it's like a hallucination that becomes the real thing. And then he, you know, flies through all the suns. I do, I do well, kind of... it was that hope that yeah, his friends are there. I do, like I do kind of hate something about this, though. I hate the part where the narration says... That it's going to take however long for for light to catch up to him and months for for you know sound to catch up to him, because I'm like, no, he's not that fast. Don't do this. Stop telling me. He's... Maybe he is when he's flying through that many suns and absorbing all that power. It's a little thing. golden like agey. A, I think it, I think the idea here is it's it's like a temporary boost that he's absorbing that much power. He's getting stronger. He's getting faster. well because he needs to. He needs to to punch out World Forger. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but I don't think it's a, a permanent thing. The, the, you know, he's, he's, he's not going to retain all of but that But don't get me wrong. The, the actual the event of all this and then him like swooping out of the planet and yeah. just going straight for World Forger and punch him in the face. But of course, the full page spread before he does so is yeah. him and then below him you see Pac-Hen, wow. above him you see Young John and it's like they're both there with him in spirit. It's a fantastic moment. It's the best moment of the issue. So, yeah. Uh, I was wondering how much Bendis had to do with Snyder and his plan, right, going forward. I They're definitely talking. Hey, cut it out, jerks. Sorry, <laughs> oh, yes. <I> mean, <laughs> the dog was chasing the cat. Um, I, I definitely, with something that happens in Young Justice, seeing Pa Kent here, by the end of whatever's going on, um, I am going to say by the end of Doomsday Clock, so... Maybe six months from now. Who knows? Whenever that ends, <laughs> the the Kents are coming back. Ma and Pa are, are going to be back, and I feel this was the subtle reminder because that page with John and Pa. I I need. We we've seen Psycho Grandpa, right? We need loving Grandpa. For, <laughs> we need proper Grandpa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I like. Yeah, I've had a lot of problems with this arc. I, I think a lot of this arc has felt kind of rushed and not really had the emotional way that it's mm. needed to. I think the Superman stuff in this last issue is mostly pretty great um, and definitely been easily the best thing I've, about the whole arc. Like, the, the Superman stuff in this issue is, like, head and shoulders above everything else in the arc for me. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, I, I hated, like, you know, evil Lois in the future and all that stuff, but I even liked the moment with her when she refuses to fire on Superman because she sees Superman yeah. coming back. I'm like, okay, that was a nice oh. moment. I wish I cared more about her specifically because she just feels like this fake Lois that I don't buy would do this. Oh, because she because she was because I've so the fifth dimension actually has rules where the sixth dimension doesn't. Right? Mm. Is that where we're at? Like the sixth dimension is actually the world of imagination. Oh, actually, on that, on that, on that, let me, let me. I want to talk about this. So me, I was telling Matt about Twilight Zone when we were on a break between issues, and I said to him that it's funny we're talking about that because there's actually. Um, there's two comics this week that have narration boxes that sounded so much like a Rod Serling intro to the Twilight Zone that I read them in his voice yeah. without even meaning to. Uh, the one in this one uh, that I watched, because Matt uh-huh. just said Sixth Dimension has no rules. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on the first page after the, the opening sort of scene with Superman and he's, we actually see him like all skinny in space. Yeah. At the bottom of the page, there's, there's two boxes here. The Sixth Dimension is the final realm. It exists beyond imagination, beyond understanding. Beyond understanding. A place where everything falls away except the truth uh, to where you never went, went to see. I, I, I read that in Rod Serling's voice. It's sounded like a Twilight Zone thing. Enter 
the Twilight Zone. Enter the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's that's. It's so the music sting. So he's building up to it. It really does. Uh, now I want to go play the flipping pinball machine. <laughs> Damn it! Y'all ever play that Twilight Zone pinball machine? I have not. No. No. So <laughs> it's when they built it, they built extra loud speakers, so you would hear over all of the other pinball machines or arcades, you would hear the Twilight Zone theme over everything. So here in Vegas, we have it's called the Pinball Hall of Fame, and it's just a pinball arcade, right? And no matter how loud it gets in there, you will hear the Twilight Zone theme coming from the back of the the, the hall uh, <laughs> because of that. And now just thinking of that theme and hear, God, I want to go play it. I'm going to try to talk to the wife into it. Yeah. Because that's that's, this was the second one out of the two examples. I'll get to the other one in the other book when we get to it. But this was yeah. the second one. This one's actually more in your face because of the, the wording here. You know, it's in another yeah. dimension. It's, in a, like, it's like, that, that has sounds... to be... That's on Snyder, right? Yeah. Like that has to be probably intentional. What he was going for. Yeah, the other one wasn't um, intentional, but it was just the phrasing also yeah. made me think of Rod Serling. But I, I read the other one first, so th- this wasn't like just because this one was on my mind. That's, the other one was first. But yeah, yeah, we we know you read this last. Yeah, yes, yeah. you do because you were waiting on um, the finish. But yeah. also, so that that Superman with the sun, him coming out of it, that's definitely shades of All Star, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So it's all my guy. Put Jimenez on a full-time Superman book at some point, please. <laughs> like, yeah, I... Jimenez has been absolutely killing at this arc. Say what yep. you want about the the story. I know Pete especially has had some some problems, but yeah. the art has been top quality. Oh sure, yeah. That 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 scene where he comes through, right? And I love that with John, him, and Pa. And then it's the World Forger, and he goes when he looks up, he sees something he never imagined, something shaped a lot like a fist, and it zooms in on his eye. Yeah. And, then and, then, just and then the get... page after it's like this sonic boom going all around yeah. the world. Like, oh, God. man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this kills it. No, no, the, the, the Superman stuff is great. Uh, it's funny how it kind of ends with them actually recruiting the World Forger. So instead of Batman joining the World Forger, World Forger joins Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's Superman though, isn't it? Yeah. You can convince yeah. them all. Yeah, and it's like, and, we, have to find, and... we have to find the monitor, we have to find the anti-monitor, and we're, we're going to do this, oh, we're going to save the world. And they come yep. back to, to, to regular present day. Uh, Mira and Starman are like, oh, where have you guys been? Like, what? We've only been gone for a few hours. It's like, you've been away for a week. <laughs> yeah. we, we were fighting Mixie and Batman and yeah. it's all gone to shit. And then Lex yeah. gave this big grand speech and then the You Are the Villain like uh, issue happened where Lex like yeah. lo- apparently killed himself. Can, yeah. can, can I say how disrespectful it is for Lex to stand over Mixie like that? Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> That's, come on, man. Uh, and then at the end of the issue, uh, Brainiac like sort of has like these pods of people growing out of it, and one comes out, gets dressed, and it doesn't give you a clear image. But I mean, that's Lex, right? Who's just like been reborn. Yeah, yeah. 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 I felt yeah. that way. I mean. Whatever he is, he's we're getting we're getting Luthiak at one point, right? Like Luthiak <laughs> from from Justice League. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like from the cartoon. Yeah. Because uh, Snyder does like to pull from from the animated. He loves stuff. those shows. He, yeah, he did it with uh, on his Batman run with the animated series, just the visual sometimes. Yeah, blimps Him and Capullo, everywhere. Blimps and just the, uh, the Art Deco. He had that, um, that Clayface-like issue or yeah. two issues really early on in the run uh, that was yep. just just basically, here's an animated series episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So here I feel like we're definitely shading towards Luthiac. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I'm not not as interested in this year of the villain stuff just because it feels like a gimmick. Like, that was a little bit. 
Just a little bit, yeah. Like, but it doesn't I mean, feel naturally occurring. Like if this just happened in the pages of Justice League, and they weren't getting all these tie-ins of honestly, you know, Lex's I, offer. I don't mind that too much. If it's a story, it's a story. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is them calling it year. You know, Lex going, oh, yeah. Hey, oh yeah, no. See, see when, to the year of the villain. Yeah. Like, oh no. When Lex, again. when Lex said that out loud, I groaned hard that because. Was, that that was the worst line of the issue, which which he was fighting for, because there was another one that was on like the second or third page that I was convinced was going to be the worst line. It's the same as uh, in Batman when they started referring to zero year as zero year. I'm like, why are yeah, you calling yeah, it this? Stop it, yeah. <laughs> but see, but then I like stuff like at the end where he says their doom is just only wait, their doom has only just begun. I like that. That's a yeah, good no, that's, that's fine. Also, but yeah. with, with the cloak at the end, Lex actually looks like Doctor Doom. I'm just putting that out of there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, looks like Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. Actually, calling it "You're the Villain" and the and the story itself, what the character's referring to, is that oh really bugs God. me. I didn't even think about that. What if he's Professor Doom? Professor. Doom. <laughs> it's better because he's a professor. He's the one that teaches the doctors. Is, are we are we suddenly getting the uh, terrifics involved? Mm. Oh man, I could see yeah. it. Yeah. I could see. No, uh, what was his that, name that again, Pete? Doctor Dreadful, I think. Yeah. Dread, Dreadful. Doctor yeah. Dread. Yeah. Oh, Do- Doctor Dread. That sounds like a spit off of Judge Dread. It's like Dreads yeah. changed profession, and now he's a now he's a doctor. <laughs> it's the seven uh, years of med school. He's it's, now. It's, it's, Joseph Dread, MD. The, it's the, it's the yeah. CBS shared universe. Yeah. Yeah. Judge Dread, Doctor Dread, oh. Officer Dread. Watch uh, the crossover with Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh man. I just imagine just walking, walking out of your present day hospital and executing someone and saying, I am the law. And then Patrick Dempsey be like, What? <laughs> someone tries to hit him with a malpractice suit and he's like, I am the law. I just turned him into Stallone, but... Oh, you betrayed the law! Betray the law! I am the law! Yeah. <laughs> That's what brings him down, though, is the liability insurance. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dredd, <laughs> you can't just be executing hospice patients. Like... <laughs> they had their time. They made their decisions. Uh, man, I want to watch Carl Urban. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, Have you ever talked about how he's Dr. Bones McCoy, but also Dread? And you put them together. <laughs> <laughs> now he's that character. It's been sitting in front of us this whole time. Yeah, whole time. No. Um, uh, and this ties into the, you know, what is it? Uh, 80? Is that 2080? Yeah. The book that Dread comes from. Yeah. So, I actually I watched the ninety five dread just a month or so ago because we did it as a bonus yeah. Patreon episode of the Atomic mm-hmm. Cinema Experiment or Sci Fi Movie Podcast. Right. Go check it out if you're a patron. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was just it was fun watching that again. Um, pick pick one that or Demolition Man. Which one do you enjoy more? Oh God. <laughs> Let me just say one. Only one was was sponsored by Taco Bell. Pete. One was sponsored by Taco Bell. <sighs> That's a divisive factor for that. Yeah, apparently he, so. He doesn't know how to use the shells. They both have uh, Schneider in them. They do actually both have Rob Schneider. How did yeah. that happen? How did Rob Schneider end up in two yeah. sci-fi Sylvester Stallone movies? Back to back. That's so weird. He doesn't know how to use the seashells. Oh, uh, yeah, that's really weird. Um, I'd have to watch Demolition Man again. Yeah. 
They both they both fall into not good movies, Sweet. but there's just enough ch- stupid charm that maybe makes them worth watching. Especially if you've got the nostalgia for them. Man is streaming anywhere because now I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna say I definitely enjoy that one more, not just because Taco Bell. Uh, and we are yeah. tangent a lot this week. Yes, we are. We're really going for that three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, what, what what are we rating uh, the old Justice League? Uh, um. Yeah, why are you really mad? I'm going to give it a... Uh... Man, that man is already strong. I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. 7.5. Yeah. I'm going to be unusual and slightly above Matt, which is weird. Uh, usually he's the, he's the hind, but I'm, I'm going with an 8. Um, I like all the Superman stuff a lot, and uh, the, the fighting stuff is all fine it's it's not like the the most compelling that would have pushed it up higher but it's it's all perfectly decent um but all the the core stuff with with superman and, and uh just the, the art of it all is enough to, to make it an eight for me yeah i i like the superman stuff a lot i like the idea like batman's laying about you know superman's there to believe in things he can't believe in i like that a lot um so that really drags it up for me. The the fighting with the other heroes, where they're waiting for for like Superman, yeah. uh, it's just kind of fodder. It's just kind of there to to be yeah. there. Oh, that's that's it. That's the bit that has the second worst line of the oh, of, of the issue. It's on yeah. the title page. They're all fighting. Um, you know the 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 evil you know Hulk woman's like, ah, oh, you cannot win this battle, Justice League. And woman goes, I hope you're talking to your team. I'm like, <laughs> what what? That that's like uh, it, it's. It's like the equivalent of going, you know, kids go, oh, why are you talking about yourself? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> that That is some terrible trash talk. Yeah. I don't make trash. I burn it. I think I'll agree with Matt here and go 7.5. I think that's where I'm going to yeah, land on go. it. Um, oh, the year of the villain stuff's fun. I, I think it does feel a bit gimmicky overall, but the actual story could be pulpy goodness. The problem with Snyder, though, is that he tends to overcomplicate absolutely every, every goddamn yeah. thing. We, we should say, it's, Snyder it's... talked about this in a, an interview this week, that's saying, you know, uh, Justice League is an event book going forward. It's just, it's going to be that's, constantly feeling like... That's kind of... That's how I feel it should be, though. I don't feel like they keep using flagship, and I don't feel like it should be a flagship. It should be the... This is when big things happen because you have all of the heroes involved, you know. Like, yeah, but I know. I, know, I um, would also make it a flagship. Might be a little bit disappointed by that because it means we're probably not going to get a lot of quiet ta- downtime. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it to be constantly events. I want it to have ebb and flow. But you know. I, I mean, I, I don't think I mind too much when you know there's all the other books giving me quiet and downbeat things, and you know, mm-hmm. we're even between you know, a lot of these characters, I can get those beats. I guess the bigger problem for me is that Snyder's writing when he's doing event stuff is so packed and quick-paced that I don't feel that the emotional weight of a lot of the things that's supposed to land actually land. Uh, and I think his pacing there could be could be improved greatly, but, you know, we'll that's see. That's fair. I mean, we, we kind of agree it landed this time with the with all the Superman stuff. Oh, it landed. There's just, there was a lot of stuff in the middle that wasn't that good. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, that'll that'll take us on then. And what will it take us on to? It'll take us on to Shazam issue six. Jeff Johns writing with Dale Eaglesham, sorry, Dale Eaglesham, Scott Collins, and Marco Santucci on the art. Uh, this book, do you know what's funny? I, I read those credits at the start of the book when I was reading it, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "Hmm, that's three more artists again." But I thought, well, if they're in the different lands again, then maybe it's just kind of a functional thing. But most of it's not. Most of it's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh so 
Yeah. Here's my problem with this boat, and this doesn't sound like a stupid complaint. Oh god. It's not moving fast enough for me to that as fast as I want it to. Like, if any book needs to be double shipping, it's this one. Oh, oh good luck. No. Good. Oh, is it, do you want twelve yes. artists? Yeah. Book? Good luck with that. <laughs> no, I don't want the more artists. I want. I'm enjoying the story, and I just feel like there's so much going on here. Like, I feel. Ah. Uh, I just, I want this first part to be over to get to the other parts. Um, I, you know? I I'm enjoying like, it a lot. I, I like this such quite a bit. And this is actually the other one where the Rod Serling voice, the first one that it came into me, mm. and it's the very first page. It was so. Just imagine I'm doing Rod Serling voice here, right? No. The fun lands ruled over by King Kid, kept eternally young by his mysterious wishing stick. Price yeah. of admission upon reaching the age of eighteen, unconditional servitude for the remainder of your days. Yeah situation it was like i can hear i can hear yeah. about selling that, that, that that's not the opening but that's it's the a, that's the, the opening <laughs> narration the inflection judging yeah. judging from how you guys feel about the new twilight zone which i haven't watched that's a jordan peele narration yes not so much a rod serling yeah but unlike rod serling jordan peele has nothing to do with the, the writing of the stories that are happening he doesn't no nope he's just the face of it he's just yeah. the face i think he's a producer oh. as well so he's putting some money in yeah there. but he's not that's fresh well, this explains a lot now. Yeah, creatively, he's not involved. As, as much as I didn't enjoy us, he still is a talent that I figured, wow. Yeah, he, he's, he's not wasting his ideas on, on Twilight Zone. Oh. He's, well, this, he's, this, he's, he's making movies out. <laughs> wow, I didn't think of that. All right. Shoot. Well, yeah, so so Shazam and, uh, sorry, Billy and Mary uh, escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they try to go through a door to get to the one uh, the wildlands because they heard that that's where two yep. of them went, uh, they end up getting teleported back to the house and Billy's right. reunited with his family. Uh, and Mary wants to tell the foster parents about what the who they yep. are because she wants well, help. Yeah. yeah. Well, doesn't want to. She 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 does. Oh, sure. That's the end of the issue. Eventually, she does. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. There's, uh, there's a bit of you know back and forth. Yeah. Very yeah. briefly, admittedly, because they get interrupted so, quite quickly. But uh, but Billy's like, hey, no, we can't do that. You know, they're never going to believe so, us. So, so Connor wouldn't uh, get this because he didn't see the movie yet. But um, <laughs> th- th- this is basically the the movie origin for Billy. So, do we think we're getting the the mom stuff? We may, yeah. Uh, and if, if like, how, depending but, on how much John, so I'm not ha- ready for that again, Pete. I mean, depending on how much John's had a say in, in the movie, like he might have been seeding things yeah. that he was going to do in the comic a little bit. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not ready to go through that again. Man, yeah. like, or, not even just yeah. that. I was thinking, uh, so so Savannah and uh, Black Adam are fighting, and Savannah's mm-hmm. got powers here, uh, lightning powers, and it was making yeah. me think of the movie because in the movie he's got like powers from, from what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, no, I know. I'm I'm just getting some crossover with the movie, and that's all good and well because that's the movie was based off of the Johnson Frank. Yeah, it pulls a lot from there, and so this is a continuation of that. But again, and, and it's not a bad thing. I don't want to say it. It's an emotional, a lot like the Lion King remake. I ain't ready for that again. You know, like that scarred me as a child. I don't want to be scarred as an adult. Uh, and now I feel this is going to mess with me all over again. Um, but yeah. Who? Uh, we, we get, uh, was it Pedro and Eugene? Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the, the game, game lands. They, they take yeah. a car and, and start driving and they don't get too far before nope. the wizard shows up. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I actually thought there was going to be a moment there when Mary tried to transform. She couldn't. I, th- I thought the wizard might have done something. I thought that he had as well. Yeah. Um, but 
Apparently not. But I like I like how this was devolving into chaos. And the wizard's like, oh, man, this is why I blocked all these off. <laughs> like, y'all yeah. can't handle this. So um, it, on that note, you know, when they're trying to come, uh, they're trying to go to uh, the wildlands. They're yeah. in that kind of that space between, and they say, oh yeah, the the tunnel's closing off, and then it's where it kicks them out back home. Do you think it's yeah. an effect of the wizard, or do you the think wizard, it's to do with yeah. Savannah and and Adam's well, fighting in there? I, I thought uh, I thought it was a Black Adam Savannah because the lightning in their panel matched the lightning that yeah. when they were fighting. See, I, oh, Matt, I, you I Mike, retroactively Mike, thought. Mike. Um, so yeah, yeah because I, the lightning matched. Um, yeah. I, I did too, but then when the wizard showed up at the end, I was like, well. Maybe he had something to do with it, and he's trying to get them all back home. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. maybe he's going to get the others next time, and then that'll be... Yeah. That'll be it. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, we find out Billy's dad spent some time in prison. Uh, Savannah actually beats Black Adam with, obviously, Mr. Mine's help and powers oh, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and he actually goes to the Rock Eternity and just sits down in one of the chairs and is like, I'm waiting for the rest to show up. Yep. <laughs> so... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, no, I, I like this issue a lot. I mean, I think this is one that's going to read fantastically in trade. I, I feel like mm-hmm. as a, as a yeah. six-issue story or whatever in trade, this is going to be like such an easy, quick, breezy read. Yeah, this is going to go in in about like an hour if yeah. you just sit down yeah. and read it. Absolutely. Um, so, no. And uh, the other big thing that's happening before Mary does her big, because I mean, I like that final page when she does, you know, yeah. Shazam and she's. Her transformations have been the best thing of like the last three issues. Mm-hmm. I know, they've been really good. Um, but uh, King Kid's actually assembling an army to come to Earth to, to fight. <laughs> to, to fight the adults. To fight the adults, yes. Yeah. Uh, so that might be fun. We'll see. Joke's on them. They're all obese now from candy. So that's all <laughs> they're eating. They cross over to this world, and boom, diabetes. <laughs> yeah yeah the the, the fun lands uh has like a natural diabetes like blocker uh-huh. you, they can eat as much yeah. sugar as they want nothing happens but you yeah. come back here you're done so <laughs> <laughs> bring it on dummy speaking from experience matt mm, i am <laughs> all right um that was fun i mean I, I think i think the big thing is the fact that we're, we're getting three artists per it worked better last issue because each one was in a different land yeah uh this one was a little bit different uh, and didn't feel quite as uh, smooth. So, uh, hopefully they can sort that out over time, maybe with the second arc. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Get another writer on it that can be consistent. Not that I don't like most of these writers, cause I, uh, these artists, because I, I do. Artists, yeah. but, um, you know, we're, we're having trouble. Yeah, so. we just need one who, who fits the style and can, you know, do the monthly book. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, Matt, what are you giving Shazam issue six? I'm giving it an eight. Connor, uh, seven point five. I don't think it was quite as strong as the last few issues. I am going to give it an eight as well. I liked it. So uh, there you go. Uh, which will take us on to Young Justice issue six. Brian Michael Bendis writing with Patrick Gleason and John Timms on the art. Presumably this is the last Gleason issue because he's a he's off yeah. to Marvel. Well, um, his name's not in the credits. Is it not? Did I just put his name? Nope, it's his just name? John Timms. It's just John, John Timms. That's Comixology's fault. They started his name in the yeah. credits. Um, yeah, and even the cover is Timms and Alejandro Sanchez. Okay. So he's gone. That said, uh, Timms' art is very Gleason-esque. Cause oh, sure, yeah. I, I didn't even realize it till about halfway through that it wasn't, because uh, I don't look at the cover. Nor read the title pages because I'm a heathen. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, no, art is, is fantastic. Did, did not miss a beat in keeping the style. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of great pages with all, all the because this is the first issue where it's really all of them together. Uh, yeah, and talking about what they're going through. And, you know, and Tim asked some really good questions. He's like, wait, John, how are you here? Mm-hmm. And basically he says, like, hey, like, I didn't remember you. Like, I'd forgotten about you until recently. Like, Excuse me, you said John? That That's not his name. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Connor. That's Connor G.D. Kent. Okay. What's Get his right. middle name? G.D. G.D., okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I've, I've, I've hurt some feelings here. It's actually not GD. It's goddamn. I have to, I have to just do that because I forget that you're the man who forgot Starfire. So <sighs> she was in Got a him. commando suit with short Sap. hair. Got all, him. All, all I'm saying is, you know how how David created us that supercut. Yeah. Uh, he also created a nice little meme based on that joke that I think Pete needs to share out on the Twitters. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. See, 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 see the animated image. This is Starfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, see, see the image uh, that that comes from, like the the, the base yeah. anime or whatever it is. Yeah, the, the the butterfly thing. Yeah, what's that from? I don't I know. No idea. No idea. Because I saw a great one for Chernobyl uh, with that image, and it really made me <laughs> is laugh. Is this graphite? No, no, it wasn't that. It was. Uh, it. Is this radiation? It was about the readings, and it was Diatlov, who's the guy who was working at the plant in the night, who was basically making all the wrong choices. Uh, I saw. I've, I've seen so many great memes with him. There's one where it's, it's the photo of the guy sitting at the the table saying, "You know, change my mind," and it's him saying, yeah. "No, that wasn't graphite you saw on the floor. Change my mind." <laughs> yeah. There, I'm in like a lot of shit posting groups on Facebook, uh, like themed ones, like Star Wars ones, always sunny yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. They're all doing Chernobyl crossover shit posting right yeah. now. Oh, and, Ch- Ch- oh, it's it's, it's the best thing about that show. Chernobyl's five episodes, Matt, and it's okay. fantastic. Watch it. Okay. Well, it's all I've heard. I was waiting for it to end, but I yeah, it's done. It was... it's done. It's done. Yeah, so, but... um, the, my other favorite meme that's come out of that is "Never Give Up on Your Dreams," and it's the writer in all of his shit movies and all the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. And then the end is Chernobyl with like near universal acclaim. Yeah. I guess it's so... the highest rated show on IMDb. It is, yeah, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. It's fun. No, Matt, it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, yeah. the only thing it I was planning me... on it. I was waiting for it to end. The English so... accents are weird because it's you know maybe yeah. in Ukraine, but. Right. Other than that, like it's phenomenal, and the last yeah. episode, the, um, the last episode's fantastic. I loved it. I, I wasn't really feeling it, but I accept that I'm the odd one here. Yeah, yeah everyone else is loving it. You're not reading yeah. Injustice, you know, because of spite. <laughs> um, but my favorite thing about Chernobyl, not seeing the show, is that Russia is so mad about it that they're making their version that's going to blame the CIA <laughs> for it. <laughs> Which, yeah, when our president yeah, gets a hold real. of it. There, he is going to be tweeting about how the CIA helped uh, Chernobyl oh, happen. Oh, sure. Yeah. So this is fantastic. It's brilliant. I, hope, I hope it happens. But yeah. Young Justice. Um, yeah, it's Young Justice. Nothing to do with Justice. Chernobyl. But Chernobyl's so, a very good show. Uh, we, get, we get how Connor has a kid, and it doesn't make me a scumbag. Oh, hold on, hold on. We're, we're actually racing past the point I was starting before we, we well, got to Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah. We see, I was going to get to his, his origin story. Because... Because... Connor still remembers everything, and it turns out Wonder Girl does too. Wonder Girl, rem- I don't know how Wonder Girl remembers things. I'm sure we'll get more of this later, but mm-hmm. she's like, "No, I remembered everything." Like that's why, like, because because yeah. Tim thought she didn't, and that's why she was acting weird. And it turns yeah. out she's just weird because she's weird. Um, yeah, that's just me. Yeah. So 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 those two characters did not have their me- memories erased from Flashpoint. That did not no. happen for them. 
Either did Bart, because Bart remembers everything, but Speed Force. Yeah. Well, right? yeah, but Bart's like an odd case because we knew he was in the Speed yeah. Force. So right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and everyone else is new, so they don't matter. Yeah, everyone else is new. Yeah. So, uh, but there, and there's more to Amethyst as we find out, which which I do like. Yeah. Um, and whatnot, but no, but we get Connor the rest of his origin that started in what, issue three. Yeah. Uh, with him, and that he he lands there after going through that portal into the gym. And actually, Matt, looked, if I just stop you for a second, I want to just say the joke Bart makes before we cut to this flashback. Go, go ahead. Because uh, Bart blurts out uh, awkwardly in front of Cass and everyone else. You know, how do you how how are you here? How do you know this woman? And you know, how do you have a baby? And there's this p- panel of everyone just reacting and looking at Bart like, "What did you just say?" And Cass yeah. like, "You have a baby." Uh, yeah. or, or, first, Bart says. I don't mean how do you make a baby. I mean how do you yeah. specifically have a baby? Have a baby, yeah. Uh, uh, so good. So yeah. he lands. Connor lands, and uh, you have these these uh, are they opal soldiers or they're some kind of soldiers? Yeah, I think so. Hassling his his now wife, and she's pregnant, and you find out that her husband died. Um, I think in the war, right? And she's a single mom, and which is frowned upon in gem world. So he says, Oh no, that's his wife. That's his baby. And kind of offers her protection. And then she offers him like, like belonging in a sense of family and they make it work out. And now he's <laughs> abandoning yeah. them. So, so Connor's not actually had a kid. He's just no. sort of filling in for someone else. Yeah. Which um, plays right into the Superman, you know, Oh yeah, and it, it works as well because as soon as I got to this explanation for the situation, yeah. I went, "Oh, so he can leave then? It's not like he has to stay for his kids." Yeah, am I a scumbag for for feeling relieved that that's not actually his baby? <laughs> like he's he's free to leave and come back and you know do whatever. Uh, like, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, and they asked Teen Latin, which you know, and there's not much to her story. Uh, no. But she she you know she had the green you know power battery, and yeah, she's, she's twelve. She's really smart. Um, actually, she's eleven, I believe. She no, said. they say that she, she corrects them and goes, "I am twelve, thank you." No, I'm an eleven-year-old. She says oh, that. Really? She says eleven. Oh, damn! <laughs> then they start drawing her like she's eleven. She looks like a teenager. Damn it! Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, and then obviously they ask Jenny about who she is, and there's a great like uh, tease here where she's like, really? "No, I, I was coming for answers in Metropolis because you know I, I inherited this this trunk, and apparently it was my my great grandfather's." Apparently, this plays into the Batman story that Bendis was telling in those giant size. Oh, really? Which is her first appearance. Yeah. So I'm going to track that down. Well, um, I mean, the, the, the start, they're going to start releasing the issues. Uh, yeah. Which we're going to cover when it when it when when they came out, I think, yeah. in well, next month. You, you might. I, I don't know if I'm going to, to commit to all of them, but... Well, I'll I'm going to try them, some. but I, I'll, yeah. probably, I'll probably read the Bendis and T- uh, King ones, for sure. Yeah. But... Um, I'm definitely, I'll definitely check out the Jenny Hex because I want to know how this plays in because it seems like Bendis is weaving a tapestry through all of his stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so she opens a trunk and they, they all look in. There's like a bright light. It's kind of Pulp Fiction-y. The light comes out the case. Uh-huh. And they're like, wait, that's real? I thought that was a myth. So they're all looking at like stuff that may come in the story you know, and play yep. later. So. But we're, we're, we're burying the lead here because Are we? Young Justice, yeah, Young Justice fights a castle creature. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> again, I must stop Matt and tell you a funny Bart moment before we can get to that. There you go. Because yeah. Amethyst is basically explaining what's going on, how the gem world works, how the different houses yeah. work, and the power and all that. So they each 
So they each have a prime gem, and that's where the each yeah. of the houses pull their powers from. And Dark Opal's uh, Opal's done something that has turned his dark, like yeah. whatever he's done, and it's basically causing rifts in reality through Gem World every time he taps into the yeah. Stark energy. And she's explaining that they have to steal this, and it's going to be really hard. And while yep. she's mid-explaining how difficult this is going to be, Bart just speeds off and speeds yeah. back, and is holding it already. So. So you have to get into his castle and then go through the dungeons and then <laughs> through the dungeons there's this deep three mile pit and there and as she's explaining, Bart's like, Oh, here you go. Yeah. Oh. That's so good. And then, and then the castle gets up and it's like there was like a whole giant underneath the castle. The castle's like he's back. Yep. Um, and it's and it's they have to fight the castle. And it's great. And Connor's missing out so much. Because yeah. this is Young Justice. Yeah, and uh, like, you know, because um, uh, Teen Larton is like, well, this is my first time doing like a team-up thing. This is a bit much. Can we, can we do something yeah. easier? Uh, and yeah, we have this great action scene. And after they make the, 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 the castle tumble and they beat Opal, they get Opal uh, grabbed. Teen Larton kind of beats them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like again, a group shot of all them, all seven of them standing like side by side in a, a group shot. And then uh, Tim's like, all right, go on, say it, Bart. And he's like, Young Justice is back. Yeah. It's a really good and, moment. It's, it's, oh, man. It's and, and not having Teen Titans anymore, like, this is my new Titans team. I'm very excited. Well, just, just this cl- does... Before people correct you, in the cu- there is a yeah. Teen Titans book right now. <laughs> not for us, though. Yes, like, yes, not, not for it. us. But, um, yeah. but, like, this is, this is, like, the Young Justice League team. And that's where we get a, a, a piece of where was that in was it in in the last there's an issue where um where clark talks about the young justice league team um where was that hold on i'm scanning i don't know <gasps> was, yeah i don't know it was in another business book so maybe it was in leviathan oh, maybe. where he talks about the, the trouble that the young justice league team you know got themselves into and it was a reference to the earlier on in in the in the story but anyways um yeah this definitely feels like the young justice league team because you have your super you have your bat you have your wonder you have a lantern you have a flash um, you have a flash uh, now you have a magic character in amethyst you have jenny hex who is that person that shouldn't be there but is you know and i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure Naomi will be there. The wild card. Know? She's the wild card. Yeah, right? the wild card, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the, the big twist at the end of the issue is that Amethyst is going with them uh, to, to Earth because she's broken a lot That's of rules. From. Yeah. Yeah. And she's broken a lot of rules. Uh, but the evil person there is like, yeah, she's now banished and we didn't send them to Earth. And she's well, like, where, where did you send them? Uh, and I actually laughed out loud because it says next yeah. lost in the multiverse. And just because we always say lost in the speed force at the end, I, I right? laughed at that. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much the evil person, but it was, we saw Amethyst butting heads with these, all these families. And this is, I think Emerald. Oh, well, I, and... I was being, I wasn't, I wasn't I being know, accurate. But I just, it's just the way that it was. It wasn't so much like, oh, I'm evil plan. It's like, well, now Amethyst is gone. We can do what we need to do to re, you know, reset gem world. I, I would have just, I would have just said the ginger, but they're both ginger in this scene. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, this is, this is young justice. This is why I love the, the teen hero teams so much yep. is what goes on here. And it feels nice to have Bart back and Connor and Tim and Cass. Like it also doesn't help that this was my <clears throat> teen Titans team. 
when I started reading comics. Yeah, that, so. that's really felt like the team finally, that this, the end of the story of them coming together for the first time. Um, yeah. It, it really felt like if this was a TV show, this entire first six issues would be the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. So, and um, the art is really cool. Um, like, it again, I didn't realize it wasn't all Gleason. So I thought, oh, great, because we've been getting those guests spots you know where half the issue is the guest artist because it's a you know a, oh, yeah. a T- tim's can uh, happily stay i was i was very happy yes. with this art yep um i think i see what else work he's done because i want to seek it out yeah um, no i i liked it a lot i i've, I've liked this first arc a lot uh, and then I, th- I think this this ending hit the, the beats of fun that i like about the team had some great yeah. humor uh, but it also set up the next story and again had more of the intrigue because we've not quite answered everything like why can cash remember everything yeah. uh, okay so so Superboy, sure he he got beamed to gem world when mm-hmm. you know or at least before things happened or whatever yeah but we'll see about. yeah because this is what we saw is that he was living with the kents in smallville right and so he he still remembers them that he's from a universe where the kents didn't die in on on prom night for clark yeah because he, he, he even says uh you know he says pa kent always said something at one point he, he mentions yeah. him so um but yeah oh man i'm very excited uh, going forward yeah well it looks like tim's worked on a bunch of harleys so i don't know if that's the connor one kind of looks like it uh, probably but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep looking because i like i like the art a lot yeah, uh, um, I want to read more. Yeah, we should uh, we should rate Young Justice, which I, I thought was a really solid conclusion to the first arc. Uh, what are you rating? So it was. Arc? I'm giving it a nine. I Ooh. really thought it was strong. Yeah. I'm going to say eight point five. I don't want to quite go to the nine because I've really enjoyed this this arc. I, I think maybe the one element of it though it's been a bit weaker is just the story is just really simple because. It had to spend so much of its time doing all the flashbacks and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but so I'll give this final issue an eight point five. But uh, I've really liked it, so uh, looking forward to the next arc starting and wherever they end up in the the multiverse. So good, mm-hmm. uh, which will take Connor on as the the lone wolf uh, to talk about the Green Lantern issue eight. Grant Morrison writing Liam Sharp uh, on art. Yeah, this this is wild. This is uh, full Morrison. Oh God! Um, he's he's doing the, his old thing of reviving a one-off Silver Age concept and running with it. So, is this the cover that was the my ward? Yeah, is yeah. This is, the, this is the Space Junkies issue. Um, oh, I like that <laughs> the cover looks old school. It looks like an old Green, green yeah. Arrow Green Lantern cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It, Straight from Hard Traveling Heroes. Yeah. The whole issue kind of between the, the you know, uh, Hal and Ollie's dynamic is kind of straight from that. Um, so, you know, it opens on a on a different planet first, um, Hadia Maxima. It's basically just a big cartel world. and um, But with like this weird sense of honor where that no one dies of old age because they have to die in battle. Like they have to. So they have to, you know, but or more specifically, they have to be murdered. Um so like you know, they like they kind of like uh, whoever murders them takes their place in their organization. So when they're ready to like, okay, I'm I'm ready to be done here now. You know, like, they choose who they want to murder them. 
uh, and, and kind of <laughs> let them do it. Yeah, it's weird. But um, basically, you know, there's this whole this killing going down, and, and the, the 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 head honcho says to to his his um his employees like, hey, look, you know, there's there's a rival out there. Need him, I need him whacked, but that's not good enough. I need the whole planet whacked, and he's he's on this planet, which is a, of course Earth. So that, that that's the the thing there. He's off to go and take out earth mm-hmm. kind of um but this is where we actually you know we, we cut back to earth for the first time on this book in a long time if, if ever really we, we got like a little brief glimpse in uh the first issue yeah and and we got a bit on the when they got miniaturized um okay but it, we've not really seen a lot of it this is you know out in the street there's a guy here i'm pretty sure is meant to be gerard's uh <laughs> who's uh you know he's, he's like a, a waiter and he's getting harassed down the street uh-huh uh and you know and ollie shows up and starts taking them out and uh yeah and then and hal shows up behind the guy and he's got a you know his, his construct's made a fishing rod and you know he goes oh catch of the day and ollie just without it he's like oh, come on catch of the day you know you can you can do better than that and if you're gonna do it at least do it in a schwarzenegger voice <laughs> and and the guy is there you know he's, he's hanging in the air on this fishing rod and it's like you guys are insane what's going on what's happening just put me down and um, this is where we get we get this panel of like okay we, we see some kind of weird version of of Ollie and and Hal watching over what's happening and they're talking in this weird language I can't, it, it's not even um, like you know uh, standard you know alphabet it's like a, this cursive script um, it's it's unusual and Ollie's in the classic hat in this in this I mean he's he's not in the in the the main issue he's you know the regular Ollie is, is wearing his Hood, you know the outfit that he's had for a while now, mm-hmm. um, but this version th- that we're seeing look over him is is in the the hat, and um, it's a little bit weird. You know what's going on? Um, you know uh, they go back to Ollie's place and you know have a bit of chit chat, a bit of banter, kind of catch up on what's going on, why he's not staying with Carol, and you know, and they go, all right, okay, let's figure out what's going on. This guy's a drug addict, and turns out what they're actually doing is the only drug that he's on is uh, an anesthetic. Uh, it's essentially what they do is they extract their souls and they're doing this voluntarily so that they will feel numb um, okay. because they, 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 you know, they're sick of the world and they don't want to, you know, and they, they, they've got no hope for whatever they're doing. So they're just going, screw it, take my soul. And then, you know, that's going off to be sold to you know rich people in, in, in across the cosmos. And you get a lot of, uh, you know, Ollie being political here. He's like, oh, I can't believe that, um, you know that that people are willing to sell their souls to be numb in this world. You know this so-called president has a lot to answer for. Uh, <laughs> is is a line that he says? Oh, not too subtle, is he? No, but I mean, is Ollie ever? That's I mean, true. That's true. Especially he doesn't when have a subtle button. <laughs> no, yeah. um, but they're actually like they're flying in. Hal's got him on a big flying horse construct, like a big Pegasus. And they get there, and they're, you know they're they're on the docks, and there's a big giant green arrow sticking out of the building, like a giant bloody arrow. Yeah, like like key to the fortress of solitude, big. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and and uh, Hal's and all this. Like, hey, what were you saying about you know grounding myself with normal things on it while I'm on Earth? Uh, you know, just giving him shit, and uh, you know they get in and. and 
and Ollie's like, hey, this is kind of familiar. There's um, there's all these like mini rockets on the side of the arrow. I'm just like, I feel like I've seen this before. And and I was like, oh, yeah, a huge arrow-shaped object seems familiar to a man who calls himself Green Arrow. I'm shocked. Um, but then they find, you know, the, 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 the big green hat. And it's like, what's, what's going on? They go inside, and there is a giant version of, of Ollie kind of knocked out on the floor. He's, he's down. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where uh, Morrison has revived a single-issue concept from the Silver Age. Okay. So I, I did have to go and do some because re- they, they called him and they were like, okay, it, it all works in the issue because I went and re- you know looked it up after. I was like, what is this? This is a Zine Arrow. That's X double E N. This was a an issue. It was a one off issue that Kirby was on in in, in the Silver Age, and there it's from Dimension Zero. There there are these you know beings that are giant. Um, you know, and, and this was there was an adventure where it was you know Oliver and, and and Speedy they went over to to Dimension Zero and ran into this guy and uh, but he communicates telepathically so he's kind of talking to Oliver but not to Hal and Hal's trying to translate like brute force his way in through the ring and mm-hmm. so we're only getting bits of it. Um, turns out his body isn't designed to be on our Earth so the the stronger gravity is uh, you know just crushing his lungs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like you know uh, the idea of if you scaled up an insect, you know the the the, the skeletal system wouldn't be able to cope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same here. So th- they apparently they they have these like um, gravity belts to compress themselves when they when they visit this plane usually, but it got broken by this uh, villain, um, who uh, you know it, it's this guy in a yellow jacket and like a, a red uh, like a black hood sort of thing. Um, this is apparently the the villain from that issue uh, in the Silver Age. Um, but Morrison has now retooled him into being the the other cartel leader uh, from this other planet. Uh, you know, we, we have a a bit of a fight here. It's uh, it's pretty good, and and then they're like, okay, the the they figure out that um, you know he's he's got a, a target on him, and so the the other uh, mobster who was dispatched to take him out is on the moon, and he has a giant gun thing aimed at this building to take him out so hal has to using the ring pick up the giant bow from zine arrow aim it out of the big hole in the side of this building create an arrow with his ring Uh, oh no no, he takes the arrow that was shot into the building and shoot that at the moon to take out this guy and it's ridiculous it's insane um, but then Zine Lantern shows up, you know, a giant version of Green Lantern shows up and, and takes away, you know, that, that warlord into custody. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, and the, the final bit is um, we uh, we see Sinestro, you know, he's, he's sitting around with the uh, with the warlords. Although it is notable, this Sinestro, his colors is in the classic costume, you know, the, the purple, yeah. black, but the colors are reversed. So instead of being you know, mainly black with the purple collar, right. it's purple with the black collar. So presumably this is antimatter Sinestro. Oh, so, good lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so I'm, I'm excited to see how this goes. I know next time has some, some multiversal stuff going on. We've got Green Lantern of Earth 20. Um, so yeah, this is... Uh, it, it sounds... It's so 
over the top to say it and sounds ridiculous, you know, and, and Morrison is shit. But reading it, you know, the banter back and forth between Hal and Ollie is so, um, you know, it's completely on point. Uh, the the action is all rendered uh, brilliantly, you know, and, you know, giant arrow fired at the moon. Why not? Uh, it's it's delightful. Um, this is a, a fantastic issue. It's it's maybe not as good as the last couple that I really liked, um, but no, this this is great stuff. This is um this is like an eight point five. Okay, <laughs> delightful. Yeah, delightful stuff, Connor. Music to my ears. Every time I'm like, I should check this out. Morrison's like, hold on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Zine arrow. All right, uh, so that'll take us on to the final book of the week, which is going to be Adventures of the Super Sons, issue 11, Peter J. Tomasi writing with Carlos Barberi on the art. So Matt's up for this one. So, <laughs> well, he's, he's maybe half asleep. Yeah, sorry. But... So Rex has his plan. Right? He's going to invade Earth with his army of, of villains. and But uh, uh, Tommy tomorrow and the two older versions that they jumped up, come in to save the day and it turns out that because of the hypercube um when the boys interacted with it it brought their future selves into existence and so basically rex is like oh well you aren't gonna stop me it doesn't matter how many of you there are um so he goes to make a break for it uh, through the portal to go to earth but uh damien and john decided to, to chase him through but it was a trap, and Tommy tomorrow tries to, to stop them and the older versions of themselves um, because they play right into Rex, Rex's hands, and he traps them inside the cube. So, um, uh, of course, it's, it's because of Rex and as his motivations, and he switches it from he's going to invade this army to he's going to go be made king of Earth because that's his name. You know, Rex means king. Uh, but we get some little smaller moments of, of the team fighting against the army uh, of of Rex and Space Cabby and Joker Jr. show back up. And Space Cabby's like, well, I can take you there. You just have to, you know, don't jip me on my fare again. Um, but yeah, it's just basically set up for the last issue of how's it going to set them from this whole year it was their or year worth of stories, but it's just been a summer since they left. Uh, and that even John's like, oh, this is not how I expected to send my spend my summer vacation. You know, but most of the issue is just a fight between the army. They use a gigantic uh, chemo uh, character to, to try to fight him, but Tommy tomorrow takes him out. And that's where uh, Rex decides he's going to go conquer Earth by himself. That They've just... You know, having this army is complicated at all. He can do it by himself. And that's when they he traps them inside the cube. And now the uh, Tommy Tomorrow and the older versions of the boys are going to have to save the day. And again, it's just a fun little story. You know, it's, you can tell it's uh, Tomasi winding down his John and, and Damien story. The voices are all still there. The art's still decent. But it's just, you feel like it's kind of just a filler story. You know, like, I'm, I'm kind of glad, though, this wasn't Superboys, because it feels like all of this is just going to be wiped under the rug sooner rather than later. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I can see that. So, yeah, so I'm going to give it a seven. It's fine. 
it's just where it started and it's just you know where it's ending up it's it's fun but it's not it's not that same kind of fun that the first Superboys was this this feels like the back half more you remember that that story where they went to the planet of the superheroes mm-hmm it feels this is what this feels like yeah so. and that was easily the weakest part of the that, yeah. that run and that's what this feels like now you know you have the Jonah Hex robot and Space Cabby and it's fun seeing all those characters but I just don't ultimately know what this is how this is going to impact them going forward yeah oh well uh, that actually brings brings it into the to the books for the week uh, which means uh, we should stall before we do the last bit so we can get to that three hours. But we've got about, I think, about an hour to kill to get three hours. So if you want to bring up anything, that's the time. My ears are plugged. I can't get it unplugged. So that's fine. Curb, I'm actually quite hungry. Uh, actually, yeah, too. I ate before we started today. In a, in a, Screw in you. Rare I'm, I'm, I'm on a coming up on... Uh, nineteen hour fast since I've eaten last. So, yeah, I need to, I need to eat. So you would rather we didn't go three hours then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're at a point of the show now where we we pick our favorites of the week. We do our favorite panel slash moment. We do our favorite cover, our favorite art, and then top five books. So Matt, what is your favorite panel slash moment? So mine comes from Justice League. And it's it's where the the three Kents show up. Yeah, Pa, I'm Clark, shocked. and John. You're right, right. Um, shout out to the one before that, which is Superman, and it's all those those panels mm-hmm. the, the, of the him speeding kinda, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty good too. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, solid, Connor. Um, I was very tempted to use a Superman moment from Justice League. Yeah. But I'm just going with deceased of uh, I'm sorry, son, and then bang. Yeah, yeah. You, that, that two panel just. Ugh. You two picked the the two obvious choices, <laughs> you bastards. Well, you should go first sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I expect you to have a weird one because you're weird. It does happen occasionally. Yeah. Um. I'm surprised you're not going with uh, what I thought you were. What? Which is with Dinah. Emerging as a Green Lantern. I mean, that's pretty that's solid. That's, that's I mean, that's pretty solid. Um, I don't know if it's quite the same as the the emotion of uh, "I'm sorry, son." Yeah. Shot. No. Just a uh, young justice fighting a castle is pretty metal. That like is that. pretty great. I think I'm going to go yeah. just slightly before and deceased. Actually, I think I'm going to go with the idea of Batman being the one to say you have to kill them. I think that works so well in a narrative way, in a character way that it's just too good. It's a really smart choice. Uh, so I'll go with that. Uh, best cover of the week. I'll go first for this one because it's obviously yep. going to be the Nightmare on Elm Street variant yep. for uh, deceased. No question. See, and I'm not as bothered because that's mine too. <laughs> I, I'm disagreeing because uh, yeah, that's the uh, the Green Lantern variant with the you know with the, with the sword is gorgeous. Ah, it's all right. Yeah, fine. Piss off. <laughs> I actually really like the Shazam variant as well, but. Um, yeah, the Shazam variant's pretty pretty. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Alright, best art of the week, Matt. I'm going to John Timms for Young Justice. I really liked it. Hmm. Uh, Connor? Uh, Justice League. Uh, I'll, go with, I'll agree with Did Matt he... here. I'll see Young Justice. 
See, I would I would say Jimenez if it was just him, but then you have the ext- uh, expanded issue, mm. you know. So uh, I still like Fernandez. Uh, uh, I think it's fine, but yeah. if I have to weigh him out, um, oh, what I'm saying is is Jimenez stuff is that good? It outweighs all the other ones anyway. Hmm, that's weird. Okay, uh, Matt, what's your top five books of the week? Sorry, can't be a yawn again. Um, so number number one is Young Justice, two is Deceased, three is Justice League, four is Shazam, and five is Batman. All right, Connor. Uh, Deceased, Green Lantern, Justice League, Shazam. Okay, uh, I'm going. Deceased, number one. Number two, I'll go Young Justice, number three. I'll go Justice League, number four. I'll go Shazam. And number five, I'll go... Oh, Batman. Yeah, I'll read five books. I was like, what am I missing? <laughs> no, Batman has to be number five. There's nothing else there. That's okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's our topics of the week. Uh, but every week on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast. So if you don't follow us, be sure to to go do so. Um, uh, we ask, we ask you what your favorite book of the week is. So I will now uh, tell you some of the picks and some of the reasons that were given. Uh, so I'm just going to scroll over here and click on it because it's otherwise it's, for some reason chrome chrome sometimes doesn't like been open for too long with all the tabs that i've got open it's because it's a memory hog and it it just leaks and it's terrible it does yes it's the worst all right here we go i've, I've found it uh, i mean i suppose we'll start with that talking superman since he gets mentioned in every goddamn episode did, did, did he choose justice league by any chance shazam issue six oh. Oh. Uh, wow it's great to have a book that focused on the disruption of the family dynamic while just being tons of fun. Surprised he didn't go with Green uh, Lantern. He loves Morrison. He does. Um, I'm not surprised that he didn't pick Justice League though, because I know that he's. Uh, st- I don't know if he's exactly like my opinion on Justice League, but I know he's similar. No, I get that. I just think with all the the strong Superman, Superman. Stuff, yeah. I mean, in I wouldn't this, be surprised. In this issue particular. I wouldn't be surprised if this was his favorite Justice League issue in a while. Just. Because of all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, at Comb uh, Factor, uh, Deceased Issue 2, I'm mad at how they treated my favourite hero, Aquaman, but I also cried at the ending. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair, though. Aquaman deserved better. Yeah, he, he got the red shirt death. <laughs> yeah. He got the chump death. Uh, at That Scott, uh, Rebels, uh, Deceased Issue 2, the Dana Lance moment had me fist pumping and excitement. Uh, we also had at Struan, even though Just League 25 probably had the best moment of the week. Debatable. Uh, I'll go with Deceased Issue 2. Uh, it was fun and suspenseful a read. Uh, and at Carthanis, also Deceased Issue 2. Uh, Tom Taylor is writing something truly special with this book. So many great moments between the characters. I think that it pulls off the emotional beats way better than The Walking Dead ever could. Mm. There you go. Uh, sure. But we do have we have some Justice League love. Obviously, Justice League issue twenty five. This comes from at hold on at Kushik seven four nine six. That wasn't an nice obvious one. Nice name. Uh, obviously, Justice hey, League twenty five. Where's Kushik? <laughs> Come on. Where, where Matt? Go on. Where? You tell me. I'm asking you. I don't know. Oh, Connor, you want to tell him? It's uh, it's 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 the home planet of the Wookies. Yep. 
See, I, I almost I, for... I love that Peter to look in so close that yeah, a glance yeah. me or Matt would have been absolutely fine. Sure. You know, so yep. when, when, Matt, when Matt asked me what that was from, I thought, am I about to be embarrassed that I don't know the answer to this? And I feel so relieved <laughs> that it was a stupid Star Wars thing. So relieved. Uh, uh, it's the Wookiee Homeworld. Excuse you, sir. Uh, so obviously just say 25 well there are so many great moments from this book this one will be among the greatest uh, thank you Jorge Jimenez and Scott Snyder for this uh, throwing lots of hugs out to you guys blah 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 uh, he's, he's got a, it's, a, it's, it's the page with the, the three punches with Superman sure. and, uh, and Pac-Man yeah, I kind of guessed that to be honest yeah, and then finally, at, at Glenn Reed's comics uh, Deceased Issue 2 was the best DC Comics book to come out this week Tom Taylor once again delivers giving us a new <laughs> There's a typo here. A new Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Uh, I yeah. never knew uh, I wanted until now. Uh, obviously, it means Green Lantern. Uh, or does he? After that issue of the Green Lantern, maybe, maybe it's from another Earth. No, nah, 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 Glenn even replied to his own thing saying, wow, I hate small keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> that thumbed it. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, it's familiar. All the time. Uh, and then we got a couple of non-explanation ones for Justice League and Deceased. So, uh, yeah, uh, so there you go. So certainly Deceased was the one out there, but we got a couple of Justice League and Shazam Love, uh, not surprisingly. No Young Justice, amusingly, though. I oh, know there was. There was yeah. a little bit of Young Justice, but... Um, oh, I loved it. It was a fairly solid week, though. I mean, out of the five books I read, I even Justice League I would include in this, I really liked four of them, so... <laughs> and of all the books I read, Super Sons was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Still better than Batman, though. No, I didn't have it as better than Batman. Yeah, no, you really? like Batman more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he probably would have had it better than Batman. Maybe I don't know. Probably. I'm just, I'm just assuming. Probably I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I'll tell you what's coming next week. That's usually what I do now. That's what it I is, yeah. Uh, so it's a big week next week. So brace yourself here. Um, I can delete Catwoman off our list though, because uh, we've all dropped that. Yeah. Oh no, what's happening? I'm blaming the cat for this. The cat's leaning against things. Yeah. Causing shenanigans as per usual. Um oh my god. Why why can't I just move where I want it to move? You prick. Right, there we go. I, <laughs> okay. I, I could have started I have it in front of me. It's fine. Come coming next week. We have Event Leviathan issue one, so that's a big thing. Uh yep. Bendis' big event coming out. Uh, we have Detective Comics 1005. We have Superman number 12. We have Wonder Woman 72. We have The Flash 72. We have Supergirl 31. We have Batman and the Outsiders number 2. We have Hawkman 13. The Batman Who Laughs number 6. And Wonder Twins issue 5. Uh, yeah. all, also coming out, but we are not covering for sure, is Catwoman 12, Justice League Odyssey 10, and Red Hood Outlaw 35. Although Connor will get to that, I'm sure. Just because we're not covering it, I'll give a shout out to next week's uh, you know the the Justice League Odyssey variant cover. Um, sure. It's kind of great. Let me see it. <sighs> okay, okay. This is the episode where Man yawned like five times. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm also yawning to try to pop my ear because I don't know why it's plugged, but it's plugged now, and it's driving me up the wall. Oh, Worst part is he's setting me off. <laughs> sorry. I feel, I, I, it keeps getting to me. I can feel myself trying to hold them back. Yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's ten books next week. Uh, although so there's a few of them that only. We don't, we, we, none, I don't yeah. think any of us have ten books. Although Matt may actually. <laughs> Matt has ten books. Me and Connor only have about eight each. I don't, I don't have uh, Detective. Ah, so. there you go. Matt doesn't have ten books. He's fine. Yeah, he's got nine. Oh, I have a Venom Leviathan. Hold on, let me count him. <laughs> one, two. He's got nine. 
He's got names. He's got everything else I said. Okay. Sex. <laughs> uh, You're indeed correct. I have nine. <laughs> I used to do that to my teachers. They used to get so mad. I wonder why. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So that's we've, we've clarified that. We've clarified that Matt has nine books next week. Um. I think I have eight. I'm not reading Batman Who Laughs, and I'm not reading Hawkman. Yeah, I have eight. Good to I am just glad that now Pete knows that Kashyyyk is the Wookiee homeworld. I'm not going to remember that. Yeah, you will. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to remember that. Hey, Connor, I got to bring up Black Kersantan this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, do you know what? Just before we started this, there was the gameplay reveal for the new yeah. Star Wars game. Uh, you know, Don't Jedi. tell me he's in it. No, 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 but uh, oh. the opening, well, what I assume was maybe the opening mission, one, one of the early yeah. missions that they showed there was set on Kashyyyk. Uh, and uh, yeah. you got, you got like, uh, Saw Guerrero's in there. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Sweet. So Pete, for, for you know, uh, Blacker Sands, a Wookiee bounty hunter. He's essentially evil Chewbacca. He's cool He's, as shit. Yeah, he is. Someone asked me my top three non-movie Star Wars villains. So... That was a yeah. good choice. Yeah, and I had... Ventress, I had Savage, and then Chrysanthemum. Hmm. So, yeah. This makes shock you, Matt, but I really don't give a shit. I know people expect me to say Thrawn, but I wasn't going Thrawn. You know, I'd have taken Thrawn over Savage, for sure. Yeah. Well, I love Savage just because of what he represents. You know, that, that's that Sith backstabbery. No, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Oh. And he's yoked. That dude's jacked. He really is, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're done we're we good yeah yeah we're done yeah, oh because okay. my food's here <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get chinese okay okay nice. so car's fits here so it's time for a new segment on the show yes yes it's <laughs> time for a new segment at the end of the show yes connor's order <laughs> i don't know chinese. what oh, you don't... what the hell he, tr- he trusts Paige just enough to order his foods yeah. No, no, not yeah, to cook no, yet, but she can uh, order it. Yeah, no, I, uh, wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> she can't cook me food. She can order me food, though. Uh, oh, I've been married to my wife since 2012. I would never let her order my Chinese food for me. <laughs> <laughs> for seven years, no thanks. You seem like you're in the mood for chow mein. When have you ever seen me order chow mein? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you were only married a year when I met you, Matt? Weird. Yeah, but we've been together since 07, but we got married in 12. I thought you said since we were seven (laughs) there. No, (laughs) I did for half a second. Jeez, that's a long relationship. (laughs) Who's Uh, to think those two seven-year-olds are going to eventually tie the knot? (laughs) No, that's even worse because she's two years younger than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That said, she could, she could order she could order a lot of places, just not Chinese. Sure, you don't trust yeah. them with Chinese. That's good to know. That's good to know. Or pizza. Or <laughs> pizza. The, t- the, the two most common, pepperoni. the two most common things to order off a, off a takeout menu is Chinese and pizza, yeah. and she that's the two she's not allowed to do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's allowed to put an input, just don't order for me. Like, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I'll order yeah, she, whatever she... pizza she wants, I'm just not touching it. <laughs> that said, I had a uh, ham and bacon pizza last week to watch TakeOver. And... Ham and, ba- 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 and bacon? Ham and bacon, it's the same thing. It's ham no. and bacon. 
No, 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 not not from Domino's here. Domino's here, it's, it's different. So, it was it was salty, but it was delicious. Uh, no, I, I appreciate there is a difference between ham yeah. and bacon, but eh, once they're on a pizza, yeah, but, but ba- bacon you can refer to. The textures go a little bit different, so. You know. That's just a subtle difference, though. That's not. It's not like we're eating a pizza and you've got like chicken and bacon, or you got you got chicken no. and beef or whatever. Like you know, it's yeah. like a completely different yeah. meat. They yeah. go together. The, the yeah, it's good. Now I'm hungry. Damn it! Let's <laughs> finish this. Let's wrap up. All right, we'll wrap up. With an all new segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called Peter tries to think of a new segment in the heat of the moment. Uh, <laughs> uh. This week's segment is what does Firefly think of the comics? Firefly. Hey, this is called let's let's talk Star Wars. So Pete decides to end it because. Um, <laughs> all right. Connor, you heard about the lightsabers and and Matt, Matt, we could talk about wrestling. We'll talk about AEW if you want, or uh, even New Japan. We could talk about those. But that's not going to keep going. Get my food, and uh, because you will talk about wrestling that long, I could just. (laughs) I my gamble there was Pete just going. We're done. (laughs) Here's the thing, though: the longer Pete does this, the 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 longer you know. I have things to watch after this. And he wouldn't want to risk me falling asleep. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shake himself in the leg just to prove the gun works. <laughs> That's what doing. I'll do it. I'll shoot myself a leg to prove yeah. the gun works. Don't you yeah. worry. Um, it's real. I could fire into the air and hurt nobody, but no, I'm going to harm myself. <laughs> I'm not firing blanks. I'll prove it. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'll promote some stuff. Uh, so I mentioned television to the multiverse earlier, uh, which did take a week off this week. But it's me, Carter, talking about DC shows, so that's relevant for you. Uh, Carter or Matt mentioned that we did like a huge Dark Knight Rises discussion. We did all the Batman movies actually uh, on one twenty one and Flux. So you can find them on YouTube or on the Mail Fuzz Movies YouTube Mail Fuzz Movies audio feed. Sorry, the podcast feed on your iTunes or wherever you get your audio podcast from. Uh, for example, wherever you're listening this one to on, you can find it on that. Um, so you check that. Uh, as for our stuff, I sh- we should probably point out because E3 is coming this 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 Sunday, Monday, uh, for the day of this going up. Uh, later today, uh, we'll have the Microsoft and the Bethesda conferences, and me and Connor will be streaming our reactions, watching those. So you'll watch us with us yeah. on the Mail Fuzz Video uh, Games channel. Maybe you're not super into video games, but you're here because you're a comic book fan. Tomorrow, Monday, is the Square Enix conference, and mm-hmm. they are showing their Avengers game. So you might want to be there for that one. Yeah. Rocksteady, who did make the Batman games, are not going to E3, but there's a chance that WB Montreal might, and they might have a DC game. Yeah, so there, there might be something here or there. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, and if that's not enough, uh, me and Carl will be sporting shirts and ties, and we'll be doing this very professionally. Uh, yes, over, we take this very seriously. Very more seriously. seriously than we take this stupid show. <laughs> Although we did, we did say that maybe if we start doing shots and ties for E3, we should probably do it for the awards that we do at the end of the year. So the awards yeah. episode of this, we make wear shots and ties. Yeah, that, that includes you too, Matt. Yeah, Matt, do you want a shot and a tie? T- jokes on you. I don't own a tie. <laughs> you've got, you've got, you are an adult man. How do you not own a single tie? <laughs> um. Cause what do I you do if there's one. a wedding or a funeral? I don't wear a tie. <laughs> you savage. How uncivilized. Yeah, and why are you... The man that loves <laughs> I... bears and Vikings is the one you're calling uncivilized. <laughs> I think that might be like the most British me and Peter have ever been. <laughs> like... Yeah. Oh, I, 
I also don't own Oxford Neubrogs. I wear Vans. <laughs> <laughs> I wore Chuck Taylors at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, what did you wear? The and no tie. Oh, let's have a tie. Did I wedding. wear a tie? No, I wore a tie. <laughs> I, had have, I had to have Josh tie it for me. You can't tie your own tie? <laughs> no. I wore a clip on the prom. Because <laughs> it was hilarious. As soon as I was out of there with pictures, that thing was off for dinner. Oh, jeez. I, I ain't getting my tie in my soup. Thank you. Clearly, Matt's not enough practice wearing a tie if he's worried about his tie getting any soup. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, I tend to do the, the collar, you know, open collar. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you this. For my <clears throat> homecoming, my senior year, my inspiration was The Rock in the Rundown. All right. That's All like right, how Matt. he dresses early in that movie. Okay. That was me. No shirt and tie for awards. And that's including the movie awards as well, by the way, when we get to that in like March. Mm-hmm. Right? But you have to wear a shirt, like a proper button shirt. Okay. And no cap. And maybe I'm pushing <laughs> it with this one. No, no cap. I'm buying the cap for that episode. No cap. And you have oh. to comb down your hair. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I want to alter the side. I want to alter the side. <laughs> no. My hair doesn't do that. I don't know if you know this. I don't have a part. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it goes where it wants that's why it got spiked well I'll go to the side that's what I want uh, but we'll, we'll discuss what the dress code is we'll, dis- we'll discuss yeah, it but there will be a dress code uh, there will be a dress code for, for one show out of the year baseball jerseys have colours <laughs> <laughs> for one show out of the year Matt is not going to be in a cap but he's not going to be wearing a wrestling uh, or sports shirt I promise of it I'm doing this. Yeah, I wear superhero shirts all the time and band shirts. <laughs> all right. <sighs> um, so that that is has, has been the show, more or less. Uh, you can like and subscribe, of course. You can comment and let us know what you thought of the books this week. Uh, you can, of course, get us on the Twitters at DC Comics Podcast, as we mentioned before. Uh, check out everything else we do. Go to Patreon.com, of course. Patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here and just feel warm and fuzzy on the inside and keep keep the, the show coming, uh, you can you can do that. So go and have a look-see. Uh, but otherwise, that is that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. And always remember... What? Why are you smirking at me? You, you nearly said keep watching. I did not. I did no such you, thing. You, you almost slipped. I never said it, though. I never said a damn thing. You can't there, there prove was a, anything. There was a W. <laughs> you can't prove a damn thing, you ginger cretin. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. We'll see you next time. And remember, <laughs> see, you've messed me up now. Now I'm, now I'm messing the whole thing up. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. And always remember to never get lost at the Speed Force. All the multiverse.